0: Tell us when you laugh, so we can share it real quick.
1: Four, three, two, one. Touchdown Tennessee scores. Yeah, the sun's burning fog off the
0: Tennessee. The ball Navy's making waves and it's orange they breathe. Vol Nation's tailgating and they're raring to go. Yeah, when Nealon gets to rocking, it's a hell of a
2: Good. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode twelve of the Vols Deep podcast. We decided to go live again. Uh, we had our we had our first, well, our second live, I guess, technically, with all of us uh, last week. Um, we may start doing a bunch of lives.
3: We are live and in living color, everybody, all over television world and everything, if you will. Live In prime
0: time, at that. Listen, to Spank already in gimmick. We're coming after that belt tonight, Spank.
3: Uh, yeah, please.
0: Yeah, we'll see about it.
3: Look, I'm going to hold this belt all the way till I return home on August the 11th at Cofield School. Joe Kazanna Promotions presents Heartbeat, baby.
0: You ain't the only one to hold that belt today. We'll get in that later. Yeah, we'll talk about that later when I become the new champion. Okay, okay. We'll see
2: about it. <laughs> uh, we're currently live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and we try to get TikTok. But, again, no luck. Um, we have a good show for you today. Damn Chinese. We have, <laughs> we have all of us uh, together today, so it's, it's going to be different. Uh, how y'all doing?
3: Fine, dandy, and sweetest candy, baby. I'm doing excellent. Got
4: the Indianapolis Nashville this week, the IndyCar race, and be there. Uh, if, for one thing, see if everybody can hear me in the comment section because the microphone's kind of jacked up at the moment. See, if you
0: can't hear me, let me
2: know. You should be good because it's, it's on the soundboard. It's going.
0: We're, we're better than we deserve. You know, we're counting down the days, and uh, within a month's time, we'll be in Nashville for some Tennessee football, and I can't wait, Luke.
2: Yep, 31 days until it's football time in Tennessee. In practice. Tennessee. Practice started today. Yesterday was Team Media Day. Uh, it's here. It's here. Um, 29 Thirty days, we'll be in the state capitol throwing down.
0: And in just two weeks, we got high school football starting. So, the time is now, and, and we've made it through the summer to the spring, and football season right around the corner. And FL preseason starts this weekend. It sure does. Tomorrow, I believe. Is it tomorrow? It is. We that have good. football on.
2: Yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be getting ready for the Virginia Cavaliers very soon. Um, great show lined up. We're going to talk about uh, our man, Coach Josh Hopple, getting it done and done. Uh, Every week, another massive recruit for the Tennessee Vols. Uh, We'll get into our brand-new offensive lineman commitment. Some very cool comments from him as well. Um, Where does this put the Vols in the recruiting recruiting rankings? We'll talk about that. We're going to talk a little bit uh, about VFL, first-round draft pick, uh, top-10 draft pick Darnell Wright. Some funny but but good news coming uh, from the Chicago Bears camp. Speaking of last year's draft picks, we're going to talk about former Tennessee wide receiver Jalen Hyatt. Um, He's going to show off. Talk about making some noise. Uh, we're going to dive into Jalen Hyatt and what all is going on with him. Um, we have some Tennessee quarterback Joe Milton news. We've got giveaways. Uh, this is what people really stick, or stick around for. We have an actual giveaway for you all today. We will tell you more about that as we go along. And we're also going to tell you about a massive giveaway that we have going on—a ticket giveaway. Atmospheres—we've ranked almost everything in the SEC: mascots, helmets, uniforms, coaches. So we're going to continue this. Um, we're going to talk SEC's top atmospheres, slash environments, and stadiums as a whole. I really want to do this for for the whole college football, but we've we've kind of been doing SEC, so. We'll stick with that. Then maybe next year we'll we can. Uh,
4: next year we can always go back through through it all or something like that. And just uh, I told you the mic would be off. <laughs> Man, if you talk loud and clear, you'll mm-hmm. hear you. <laughs> you
0: oh,
2: I your gonna, thought. Oh well, honey. he lost track.
0: <laughs> he's gonna do that in the duel too. Just lose track and we're going to take the belt for Spank. Uh, um.
2: But anyway, we're gonna we're gonna rank SEC atmospheres. Um, Last week we kind of discussed Random questions Concerns Going into the season I really like that So we're going to do that again In segment uh, two The second talking point We've got Start Bench Cut We've got the Duel Florida, Alabama, Georgia Other We've got the Jersey Countdown And of course the giveaway Coming your way next Thank you the Fairview Union For the great music they provide For this podcast
0: Great stuff
2: Hey what's up y'all It's the VAW Daddy I want to give a big shout out To the Fairview Union Great musicians, local people. Chad's from my hometown. They were gracious enough to let us use their music for our podcast. Make sure you check them out. They're huge Tennessee fans. You won't be disappointed. Let's hear them play. Man, you won't
3: believe that roar
2: When the boys find the checkerboard,
3: The big orange is back It's a fact Volunteers where you at Get loud, stay proud Send a message to the crowd Y'all ba- the Big Orange is back on track. Coach, hype where you at? Getting it done, having fun, power
2: team number one. Y'all better get used to the facts. The Big Orange is back.
5: Since July of 2021, our student-athletes have capitalized on so many NIL opportunities that have been presented to them. Those opportunities exist because of the power of all nations. When you combine the most passionate fan base in the country with the city of Knoxville in our great state, you create the nation's number one NIL destination for student athletes. There's no better place for our players to build their brands than right here at Tennessee. I encourage all of you to support and donate to Spire Sports and Our Lady Ball Booster Collective. These collectives are here to serve our student athletes the right way in our community. To get involved, please scan this QR code now. It's been an incredible fall for our program, and we are just scratching the surface of what we can accomplish. Let's all do our part to ensure that Tennessee continues to lead the way in name, image, and likeness. Go Big Orange!
2: And we're back. Next we've got our recap. Usually we do this on Monday, so a little bit delayed with some of our, our news. But let's, uh, let's start talking about our, our first giveaway Today we're going to give away a signed baseball. Uh, Tennessee players, Blake Burke and Ben Joyce. Well, I should say a former Tennessee player for for Ben Joyce because he's in the MLB and killing it with the Angels.
0: He's going to be a... Solid closer
3: very, very soon. For the and I'm not going to get fired from JCP, Kirk. Won't you just sit back and hush hey, your mouth. See, we ain't even, we ain't even you going to come on here. There. He's running his mouth online. You come on here trying to get relevant. That's what your family is good for. Try to piggyback off of my success. Hey, we're, Try we're, to be relevant on my part. We're trying to give away a uh, baseball. Sorry, uh, he, he pissed me off.
2: I'm sorry. Uh, Blake Burke, uh, Tennessee First baseman, and everyone has heard of the Burke Bomb, so he's going to be on that baseball we're giving away as well. We're giving away a pack of Topps baseball cards. We're going to give away some old-school Tennessee football cards and a decal. So towards the end of the show, we're going to ask a trivia question. The first one to answer wins. It's that simple. Excited to do a giveaway. It's, it's fun and exciting and engaging for, for everybody that listens. Um, let's talk about Tennessee's uh, newest football recruit, a big-time commit, Mr. Bennett Warren. Hopple's at it again.
0: We talked about it a couple weeks ago, Luke. You know, just a few short years ago, we wasn't even getting these four and five star recruits to come to campus, let alone committing to us. So, this is another huge four star get for the University of Tennessee. And I can't wait to see what comes next.
4: He is actually a track and field and basketball store at the moment.
0: Track and field in that size. It's crazy. It is.
2: Uh, monster 6'7 and a half, 330 pounds from Sugarland, Land, Texas. Um, 247 has him as the number five offensive tackle in the country. ESPN has him as the number eight offensive tackle in the country. A player everyone in the country offered, uh, but his top four was Tennessee, Michigan, Oklahoma, and Texas A&M.
0: In a mass, uh, you know, a, a huge position of need, the tackle. So it's a great gift for Josh Hopple and Duvall's, you know, I think I've seen a quote somewhere from uh, Mr. Baird that said that uh, he was dealing on an official visit at LSU. Is that correct?
2: That is correct. It's a very cool story. He was at LSU for an official visit um, during last year's Tennessee LSU game and uh, wasn't really interested in Tennessee, you know, but uh, it was Vol Nation that, that kind of made him find interest there. He talked about the 30-plus thousand fans that showed up in Death Valley and took it over. So, huge win for, for Vol Nation.
0: So to the 20,000 Vol family that went down there to sing Rocky Top all that long in Death Valley, thank you because you're responsible for this four-star crew coming to Tennessee.
2: For sure, yeah. You can't tell me that fans don't make a huge difference. Um, hit the comment section real quick before I forget. Marty says, go Vols on Facebook. Ethan Bradshaw uh, said, hopefully he's better now. He says, Corbin's quiet. Logan Moore says, lot A tailgate for the boys. Seven thirty AM So there's an invite for, for us to come to Tailgate in Nashville. What time? Seven thirty. Seven thirty. Yep.
0: On well, Saturday morning?
2: Yep, Saturday morning.
4: I'm always ready to throw down. We we usually get started about four o'clock in the morning. It is rough on us.
2: Alex <laughs> wants to know expectations. Alex Escalar on Facebook, expectations for Tillman with the Browns. I think he's. I mean, I think he's going to be a steal. I don't. I don't think he's going to be as big a steal as Hype, but I think he's going to be great.
0: It's the Browns, so he's going to get some playing time, no doubt. Just what do they have around him?
2: Yeah. Um. Let's see. Kirk says Spank's not even a Tennessee fan. Uh, who cares what, what he has to wait,
0: say? Wait, wait. Spank. We got Spank in the transfer portal. Yeah. So <laughs> who
1: he's cares fine. what he
3: has to say? Like, my lord. It's like, he was talking about this belt here. Well, let me guess. You want to throw this belt in the trash, too, and then pull it right out and say you want it. Like, that makes perfectly good sense, uh, pal, don't it? I will say, Spank looks much better in this color orange.
2: He does. I'm sorry.
3: Orange. I have a tendency to trade in orange for blue. That's just how it is. Oh,
2: Digging Sports that. says you look good with the title. Spank, Nugs says. Who said that? Digging Sports well, on I YouTube. Well, I appreciate you, Diggin'. Uh Nugs on YouTube says, Corbin, you got to get the title
3: back. Oh. oh, I'm getting back I'm glad tonight, he's got don't somebody you I'm getting him. back they, tonight. They're forgetting yeah, about his me. mama don't even love him. She loves me. I asked her last night.
2: Tina says, hey. Uh, Kimberly says, go big orange. Travis Duncan says, I'm stopping in and crashing the party. Come on, buddy. If I had another mic, we would, uh, we'd throw you on here.
0: He'll premiere excavate us. Yeah. Bring it on.
2: So, th- so, with the commit being Warren, this moves Tennessee to number six as of now in the recruiting rankings, according to ON3. Um, ahead of them are Georgia, Ohio State, Florida, which blows my mind, Alabama, and Florida State. Uh, behind Tennessee right now is Michigan, Clemson, Penn State, and uh, the real USC at number 10.
0: That's higher than we was last week by big shot. <laughs> And, and you know it's it's only getting higher and higher. Uh, when you get in that top ten, you know that there's so few that separates number one from number ten. So we got a top ten class in the country coming in, and that excites me more than just about anything. Well, think about this: last week was what number eleven in the nation. Now we're
4: number six. That's a pretty big dang jump. <laughs>
0: Next week we'll be on here. We'll be four.
4: Keep on. Why can't we be number one? Well, we'll,
0: That's what I'm there. trying to figure we're out. We're getting
4: there.
3: Got me number one, pal. You got me like a spank. Number one.
2: Yeah, still, um, still great. You know, last year, yeah, I think we finished number ten. I think so. It's going to be back to back top ten classes for Heppel, but um,
4: it's still better than what we've been past 10, 15 years. Well, the, fir-
2: the first couple episodes, we was talking, you know, can Heppel be a top? You know, have a top five class, and I mean, it, it's looking, it's looking better and better and every Hillier single week.
0: Just your three. Uh, Got a new viewer, Devin Brown, is watching us. I think it's the first time he's joined into the podcast. So, hey, Devin.
2: What's up, Devin? 17 out of 19 of the 2024 commits are four or five stars, which wow. is refreshing just because there were so many just pure pure three stars. Um, still a few more on the ropes. Amari Jefferson, four-star wide receiver, is the next one to watch out for, in my opinion. Uh, we talked early on um, about Amari. He's he's a Tennessee baseball uh, commit so it's kind of odd for him to be like choosing between you know Tennessee and Alabama but it's pretty yeah. mu- I guess it's pretty much a toss up.
0: Come on over to the Sea of Orange.
2: Uh Darnell Wright new no, do you think any of these players got five star hearts though? Or
3: I think they all do. I think everybody has five star hearts.
2: I'm gonna take your heart if you don't put that phone on silent to vibrate. The
0: that's it. Spanky's a champion of life Ain't over there.
5: Me, pal,
2: it's, going, it's the cows outside. Ain't me. All right. Uh, Darnell Wright News, former Tennessee star last year, offensive tackle. Uh, first round top ten draft pick with the Chicago Bears. Made headlines recently regarding his workout routine. Uh, just keep in mind he's 330 pounds, but he accidentally trained incorrectly. He did not uh, do the Chicago Bears offensive lineman workout this offseason. He done the wide receiver workout, so uh, it's already been talked about how hard he's been working. But this is crazy. They they said he aced the conditioning test. Uh, the GM of the Chicago Bears said that Darnell didn't even crack a sweat during the conditioning test.
3: They built different Them Vols, baby. We built different. That, we built different up here, down in the dirtiest South, baby.
2: It's amazing his size that he he can do wide receiver training. <laughs> He's an absolute beast.
4: The Bears coach actually said that uh, his athleticism, both ethic and as a key, it shows.
2: Yeah, I mean, even look at his 40 time. I mean, he went like a five flat. I mean, he's he's just a freak athlete. Uh, he's going to be good in the NFL. He's going to be great. And
0: Don't want to be standing on the tracks when that train's coming through. Yeah.
2: They,
4: Choo-choo! They, he said that uh, he's been the number one player to practice every week, ready to go every morning. He's always been there, been on time, and he's been the one that's been standing out and just giving everything
0: he's got to be there. Oh. And, and speaking of the Bears, there's some talk that they're going to – take their next step, uh, maybe win double the game as they won last year. Uh, Justin Fields is even getting some NFL MVP talk. Uh, I think that's oh, crazy, cut. but he's getting some talk on it. Oh, kind of well. He ain't going to do it unless Darnell Wright up. But he
2: is getting what he needed, though. He's getting some help on the he offensive line, on so. the line. I mean, I, I think that is very far-fetched. But
0: You can
3: still polish a turd, but it's still a turd once you polish yeah, it. That's true.
2: All right, let's keep, uh, let's keep the train rolling with our draft picks. Former Tennessee star wide receiver Jalen Hyatt has been making headlines for days. Uh, the NFL and college athletes have these GPS. They look like sports bras, uh, but it tracks literally everything, speed, heart rate, oxygen levels, uh, temperature. Uh, he's been recorded as the fastest player in NFL history. Uh, Tyreek Hill, often referred to as the fastest player in the NFL Uh, The fastest he's been clocked is 23.24 miles per hour. Jalen Hyatt uh, passed that number up at 24 miles an hour. Just insane. That's
4: crazy. I've been on here, what, the past two two of the past three weeks talking about this because Mm -hmm. Giants head coach and then Daniel Jones at quarterback. Daniel Jones said he's going to end up being his number one guy. So – this is, uh, I think he's going to do great things in New York.
0: I, I think Jalen Hyatt has a chance to be the next Terrell Owens.
2: Yeah, they're going to use him. They're going to use him in the right ways, too. His, his camp highlights are great. He looks, I mean, just like he did in college. Uh,
3: just running right by. Maybe he's it ain't just the,
0: the system. The maybe system, maybe it's system, yeah. The you system know, prepares you for the NFL. I never know. You know, Ronnie just said it well in our comments. Coach Josh Hoffel develops NFL talent, and that's why we're getting these four and five star recruits. Is our guys that are moving up to the NFL are starting out already. So, why not come to Tennessee?
2: I'm not getting any of these uh, in the chat box for some reason. But, yeah, um, just every time you get on, on Facebook or anything, you you see highlights of, of Jalen Hyatt. Um, but Jet Sweeps, it seems like they're, they're using his speed. Um, the long ball, of course. But it's definitely not the system. It's not Josh Heupel's fault that he got open. It has uh, everything to do with his speed, <laughs> you know, and quickness. Uh, but we, in my opinion, we really need Hooker and Hyatt to do well just to change the, this narrative that these media outlets and analysts blab about.
3: Luke Hall made a good point. The Giants' defense is also trash, too. So, you know, that does help.
0: It you know, we- makes you look good in practice. I still like the media being down on Tennessee. You know, it gives us just a little bit more of an edge. Makes you an underdog. Makes us the underdog. Everybody a loves an underdog. That's right. That's why everybody loves the spank. And
3: that's why you can see the spank <laughs> on August the eleventh at Cofield. Joe Kazan Promotions presents Heartbeat. Get your tickets now. There are only fifty seats remaining on the floor. You can get plenty of bleacher seats, but there are only fifty remaining on the floor.
2: You're horrible at like giving shout outs about your takes. Just one transition to the Is that? I like, don't even like we're like, yeah, uh, I eat, like. Coach George,
0: August 11th at
2: Coldfield. I ate tater tots for lunch. Today. Oh, and we're wrestling. <laughs> oh, my
0: God. He showed some
3: light. Yeah. now. But no, like, hell, I got ADD. I can't help it. I'm going to say it. If I don't say it, I'll forget all
2: about it. Yeah, my chat's not working, so I apologize. Uh, Hopefully it'll kick in here in a second. But we got some quick Joe Milton news. Our starting quarterback has been named to the Maxwell Award watch list. This award is presented to the best college football player. Uh, since 1937, this award has been given to the best player in college football. Um, the list is big. I mean, there's 85 players on the list, but it's still a great head nod to, you know, to see him recognized.
0: You know, there's 200-some there odd teams in Division One college football. So 134. 134. I was thinking basketball. 134 teams in Division One college football. So 134 teams with – Roughly 80 players apiece. It's nearly 8,000 players, and he's in the top 85. So, that's saying something right there.
2: For sure. Um, Let's see see how long he can keep himself on this list. Uh, Let's talk about another giveaway that we're going to be doing live. Um, All right. We're going to be giving away some tickets to the season opener in Nashville versus Virginia, September 2nd. We're not giving away nosebleed seats or, you know, anything like that. We're talking four rows off the field in the end zone. Uh, we're giving these tickets away August 19th, live on this show. Literally, all you have to do is join the volunteer club to be entered to win. That's it. Uh, you can find that link on my Facebook page, my Instagram page, my TikTok page. Uh, it's in our commercials. I'll try to post it in the comments here, too. But... um, Yeah, I mean, we're all members here. Um, It's the home for for Tennessee fans.
0: Absolutely. Home of the fat girl. And, you know, all the money that the volunteer club collects goes straight to the players to help them out. Uh, Not just football, but basketball, baseball, all the way around. So, be a member of the volunteer club. It's honestly the volunteer club, it's a a
4: great deal to be a member of. You can get four different tiers Mm -hmm. and uh, say you want to go on game day. You want to tailgate $25, you go tailgate all day long with them.
3: $5, $25, $50, $100, anything you want to give to the Volunteer Club, do it today. You people out there want to talk crap about me not being a Tennessee family, won't you put your money where your mouth is? Won't you prove that you are the ultimate volunteer and become a member of the Volunteer Club today?
2: Yeah, 92.8% of memberships go directly to the student-athletes. A lot of people don't like NIL, but it's here whether you like it or not.
0: Part of the game now. Uh,
2: If you want to be the best, if you want to compete with Georgia, you want to beat Alabama, you know, year in, year out, then you've got to have a a great NIL platform, and and this is it. Literally $5 gets you in. Um, I mean, in my opinion, if you truly care about Tennessee athletics in the future, then you've got to – You've got to join. And
0: Tennessee has two great boosters. You know, they got the, the volunteer club, which is great. They also had the Honey Vols Booster Club. So both are excellent. I'm a member of both, so you should be as well.
2: Yeah, this is the largest NIL group in the country. So and, and a lot of people don't realize how much this helps recruiting too because they can they can kinda of tell the I mean, whether you like it or not, they can pretty much tell the player, you know, this is mm-hmm. what your estimated estimated gonna make. Um, and perks like like Corbin mentioned tailgates five dollars gets you in twenty five dollars that's gonna get you open bar free food um, porta potties games you Spur know moments music Yep, whatever you whatever you need but uh, th- they have events they have meet and greets you're gonna get a shirt decal koozie exclusive video content uh, watch parties for for away games um, that that's every sport nearly. But you're gonna help student athletes, and uh, yeah, I'm just trying to encourage everybody to join, and you might win some win some really cool tickets in the in the meantime.
4: Making greets is the cool part about it because absolutely you, you can go you can go meet all the stars of Tennessee. I mean, it, they always have select whoever's gonna be there. They haven't had a time. You may go see like last year. We went and saw Zachary Ziegler, Hendon Hooker, and we were just like well you're you're the big time member i'm the twenty five dollar member
2: but oh no, that's what I do too buddy yeah i just I just do the twenty five but i mean that that's whenever you signed up was last year when we when we went and we had uh is it sloan sixteen and we had a great time oh yeah but uh give us some likes give us some shares i'm gonna try to get the text box chat box working uh Check out the Volunteer Club. We'll be right back after a message from our sponsors. Next, we're going to rank the SEC's best college football atmospheres. Big Orange Concrete Pumping. They can accommodate any residential or commercial concrete project that you may have in mind. They have one of the biggest lime pumps in the state. They take a lot of pride in their work, and they're waiting on your phone call today. Their number is 865 371 3367. Whether you're pumping noise and kneeling or pumping concrete, make sure you roll with the big orange. That's Big Orange Concrete Pumping, 865 371 3367. All right, and we're back. Next, we've got our first main talking point of the day presented by Big Orange Concrete Pumping.
3: Man, I got this little chair
2: here. Like uh, let's talk SEC atmospheres. Um, kind of a, a combo thing. Stadium, fans, traditions. Hey, the, Michael. The, the, on the, the tailgating. Whoa. Just just everything. Um, let, let's rank them. Let's start with... Still trying to get the chat going. Uh, let's... Let's start with number fourteen. Who you got, Spanky?
3: I got the most boring. You're gonna make
2: you're gonna make the audio all jacked up for people on podcast. Do it right.
3: I want to start out with the most boring stadium. Can they hear me? They can hear you. Okay, we'll start with the most boring stadium in the SEC. It seems like they always got a noon kickoff game. You
2: have to set up the mic.
3: It looks cold there. It looks miserable. I'm going with the Missouri Tigers. Nothing excites me about that place.
0: Corbin, I think we're going to go to the same place. So you want to do it at the same time? Let's do it. One, two, three. Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. Oh
3: man, I'm going to pitch the forty
0: thousand right? seat Vanderbilt Stadium is just awful. It's boring. There's nothing there. Is it even going to be ready for the season? I know they're doing some renovations to it. I was just by there two weeks ago, and they are nowhere near completed it. Most of the people shows up to Vanderbilt as road fans, anyway. So I, w- I will say, though, Vanderbilt has a great atmosphere one time every two years, and that's when Tennessee comes to town. Oh, yeah, that is right.
2: Yeah, I'm going Vanderbilt, too. Um, man, half their home games, 75% of the time, are basically away games of <laughs> 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 form, unless it's just non conference or something. Um, do you feel bad for Vanderbilt at
0: all? Or? Nope.
4: I kind of do, honestly, because it's like always. It's, it's never, it's never full, and it's an SEC school, and I'm like, "Dag um, like." They still get SEC money. You can't feel bad for them. I know that they may be the oldest, like the one of the oldest SEC schools, but it's still it's pitiful.
2: Well, we got a bunch of comments. Uh, I I had to actually log on the the actual. Figured it out. No, I had to log on the actual social media. Platform. You know,
0: one thing about. Commonwealth, or God, I to say Commonwealth Stadium, that's not correct. One thing about Vanderbilt Stadium is they do have decent parking and a nice hotel just right behind it. Very nice parking. I will appreciate that parking. All
2: right, number
3: 13. 13, even though I like their coach.
2: You have get the microphones back. Even
3: though I like the coach and I like their colors, it just seems a little boring to me. I know they got the Grove. I'm going with the Ole Miss Rebels. Hard to gosh they got mighty.
0: I went with Missouri. Pretty much the same thing Spank said earlier. You know what? Are, are they really an SEC team anyway? Uh, the uh, the stadium. It just it's it, there's very little tailgating that goes on. It's just reminds me of a middle road Big Ten team. Well,
4: I'm going with Missouri too, and I have been to Missouri Stadium for Tennessee football, and there's very little tailgating like you. You probably wouldn't know there was a game going on that day. But I will say this. The stadium is actually nice. It is a nice stadium.
3: They got them damn rocks there. I'm surprised their fans ain't like Ernest E. Bass.
4: Always, <laughs> throwing, them, always
3: throwing them rocks. <laughs> just That's just great. They're throwing
4: golf balls. <laughs> yeah. But I will say this. The rock wall they got there is actually uh, – it looks better in post than it does on TV.
2: Uh, 13, I've got Missouri, too. Similar to Vandy, not a big fan base. The weather is seems God. to always be oh. bad there.
4: Oh, when I was up there that one time, it was 20 degrees and two inches of snow, and I was about to freeze to death. I bet you drank a beer to warm me up. Or seven. Well, you, you, you yeah, alcoholic. I tried to, but...
2: Who do you have at number 12?
4: Number
3: 12, I have the hungry Alabama Crimson Tide. I have Bryant-Denny Denny Stadium. Honestly, that's like, like, and I'm not just saying this to be stadiums, negative. We're not
4: stadiums. we I'm getting in there, stadiums.
3: damn it. I'm getting there. Shut the hell up. You toe the hell up, cop. But Bryant-Denny Stadium. Okay, then people up there, they're never used to competitive games because they're blowing people out because all they play is freaking cupcakes up there. So they have no – like, when was the last time you can remember in Bryant-Denny Stadium where it was actually a close matchup that they've had more than once? I get they've they've had LSU before. They've had Georgia a couple years ago. But it's like once a year. Or Auburn, it's like once a year. Okay? It's not the same every single week. It's never the same environment. Like, they have to have a special game to get up.
0: Like, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't disagree with spanking. I'll, I'll mention that when I get to Alabama on my list. But my number 12 is good old Kentucky. Kroger Field. Need I say more? Kroger Field. You uh, know, name says enough. The stadium's awful. It's so bad they tried to copy our checkerboard and failed. Uh, you know, it, and it's too cold in Lexington.
2: I do agree with, with that.
0: <laughs> I got
4: number 12 is Kentucky myself. But I will say this. They do give you free groceries when you're at the stadium. Oh, really?
5: Kroger Field,
4: Kroger Field. They give you free
0: groceries outside the stadium.
3: What do you get? Do you That's... get to pick? Do you get a variety? Do you get a deal? Do you get options? Do you get fruits, vegetables. There's a really
0: bad Kentucky joke there somewhere. <laughs> I
3: like, heck, fuck.
0: They give you toothpaste too. Yeah, yeah. Do they get deodorant? Do they do give a, you? We're going to heal one up now, Spank. Do
3: they give you a free membership to FarmersOnly.com? Uh, Is that what you own now? No, I'm on Tinder. I'm on Facebook dating. Whatever you got, He's got OnlyFans too. He's
4: all. He's all. He, he's. He's all over the place. I'm so everywhere, man.
2: Hopefully, uh, hopefully his woman ain't, ain't watching right now. No, no, um. All right, number twelve. I
3: got Ole Miss. a tighter. Gosh, somebody. Uh,
2: Lane Kiffin has to beg him to show up. He has to ask him not to leave. Uh, a lot of Ole Miss <laughs> fans, but as a whole, uh, they're they're pretty irrelevant when it comes to uh home environments. Nobody fears going to to Ole Miss to see the Sharks play.
5: Apparently
3: they got a nice tailgate, you know, the Grove. But yeah, that's all I've heard.
2: All right, who you got, number 11?
3: I got War Eagle. I what? got Auburn Tigers. Same as Alabama, nothing really excites me there. The only thing that could be exciting is they let that eagle out. Well, what happens that eagle comes up and snatches your damn hot dog? I'm telling you, if I was at an Auburn game, and it's a damn eagle snatches at my hot dog, I'll be madder in hell. Leave it up to Spidey to be worried about the hot dog. Worry about the food.
2: We're not ranking uh, food in the stadium, Spidey. Oh
4: well, but if we did, where do you want to go next? Yeah, I got Arkansas. Uh, I mean, they've the past few years they've had trouble filling that stadium. Be honest with you, and uh, I just I never turned into an Arkansas game enough to even know much about their atmosphere. You know, they're, they're kind of the backhand, of the SEC, to me when
0: it comes to watching games.
3: My buddy invited me to go to an Auburn game this year. I might go.
0: You should go. You should do it. I took Mississippi State at number eleven. You know they they probably would have gotten better over time with the pirate, rest his soul. But but they're just absolutely nothing in Starkville, uh, and the cowbells go all the time. They just get on my royal nerves, so I can't stand it. <laughs>
2: I'm going Kentucky at eleven. Uh, good amount of fans, uh, decent fan base, some diehards, uh, but stadium environment is not very, very hostile. Uh, <laughs> Kroger Field is uh, is nothing special when it comes to intimidation.
3: No, no, no it ain't nothing. No, I no. will tell you who is going to play it. Uh, who is going to be at Kentucky this year? That's the Eastern care, Eastern Kentucky. Uh, what? EKU. EKU. They'll be up there. Parker McKinney, baby. He's going to be up there. Thank you, your dad for being Hey, you know where
0: Parker McKinney went to school at? Yes,
3: I do. Cofield, Tennessee. Baby. What happens in
0: Cofield on August 11th? That Frankie?
3: is uh, Jokers and Promotions presents Heartbeat. You'll see yours truly, the Spank and the Stew crew in action. Everybody come on out. we got 56 remaining. 50.
0: Uh, couldn't help All right, it.
2: number ten. Uh, who is the who has the best environment?
3: Well, you just elaborated on them, so I'm just going to take what you have and I'm going to use it to myself. I'm going to go with the University of the Wildcats and the Tiggers of Kentucky. Oh, Kroger Field, get your groceries.
4: I've got South Carolina. Uh, I've been to South Carolina Stadium. Uh, it's the tailgating there is hitting me. as honestly. I mean, you got some people tailgating. You got people just sitting in the cars for hours. And then you walk up to the stadium, and honestly, it's – I'd put like – the, st- the stadium looks weird when you walk up to you. Like, yeah. what, what am I walking into right here? Like, is this an SEC stadium? What am I doing? The crowd, the fan base inside the stadium is uh, – for us, it's lit, but that's us. When I watch them on TV – it just seems like it's just a boring game, like one of those games you put on late at night, like you're watching. Like, after everybody gets done playing, you put on the Pac-12 game because that's all yep. that's left the of Western of the night, West of the yep, night. and you're much. like, oh, here's the Pac-12. Really and you got California, shit, everybody's setting the hands. That's
0: South Carolina for you.
2: I've got South Carolina at 10, too. And um, I took,
0: I took Arkansas at number 10. Did you? Pig-Sue, you know, I, I kind of like the old two oh. game there, but the, the stadium in the area does absolutely nothing for me. You know what the best part about going to Arkansas is?
2: What? Leaving it. Leaving it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I got South Carolina at 10. Other than a few moments throughout uh, history, are they like continuously loud? You know, like first the game, they, they get a little crazy, but they just die off pretty quick. Um, I don't know. Usually it, it dies down fast. And other than their two, their Tennessee uh, win finally, and then Clemson win, they, they're really not very loud. Number nine.
3: Number nine. I got the Aggies of Texas A&M. Um, I'm putting them in the top ten because I do like their their midnight cry that they do. And then I love the the chants they do. It's very nice. You know, you see the whole crowd moving. I don't know what they call. I'm sorry, you Texans out there. Texas! I'm sorry that I don't understand your traditions and your culture. But I do
4: appreciate whatever you're doing down there. Number nine. Got uh, a Mississippi State. Uh like he said, the cowbells. I couldn't imagine sitting in the stands that long with them in cowbells. It, it drives me insane listening
0: to it on TV. I
4: couldn't imagine.
3: Because
0: you that. get a headache because you're hung over. And, and Luke, this one's for Robin Shelton. I have the University of Florida. Oh I
2: seen you know, him in there somewhere. He's, he's
0: listening, so he's gonna be mad at me, but But, you know, the swamp itself may be awesome. And, Luke, I can't wait to be there in September.
2: I've seen Jordan Ledford on here, too. He'll probably have something to say about that.
0: But there's absolutely no tailgating outside the stadium. And in order to tailgate, you had to go to the basketball arena's parking lot. So that kind of downs the swamp for me just because of the overall atmosphere. But, again, can't wait to be there and see the Vols roll all over them.
2: Number nine, I've got Mississippi State. Uh, the Cowbells, they're, I mean, they are annoying, but they're loud. They're, it's unique. It's obnoxious for the opposing team. Um, not a huge stadium, but I like Mississippi State. Uh, I'm actually pulling for them pretty hard this year after the whole Mike Leach thing. Um, number eight.
3: Number eight, I got whoa, pigs, your Razorbacks. I got Arkansas. Um, I'd love... Look, I'm not even an Arkansas fan, but I think it'd be pretty cool just seeing and watching all them um, Arkansasians raise their hands up in there. They might... Uh, you might want to cover your nose. Who knows if they put deodorant on? But when they raise their hands up, twirl their little fingers and everything Saturday night special and go, woo, pig, suey, razorbacks, I think it'd be very cool. And they got... I heard they got a live razorback there, too. I do like live animals. I think it... That's if Florida would get like a live, could you imagine if Florida had a live gator like on the sideline? Could you imagine how scary that'd be? Revelation, that yeah, yeah, you you're trying to play a football game and there's a damn alligator over there like heck fire. I think it
2: was funny that that, um, the interview with Charlie Garner, he was talking about the first time he went to LSU and that was back when they had the tiger on the field. Mm-hmm. They said Smokey was not letting up on that tiger, so he, was, he sure. like wanted a piece oh, yeah. of it. Yeah, get but that tiger. Whose turn is it on eight, nine or eight, sorry?
0: Mine or Corbin's, either one. Go ahead, Corbin. Uh,
4: I got I got Georgia. Uh, then again, I've been there before. Uh, I will say this. Atmosphere ain't bad at Georgia. I will say that. Uh, last year, they said it was 128 decibels, whatever it was, and it really wasn't that. Everybody setting in their hands, and they were saying, it's, we, got a hundred, we got 128 decibels going on out here. And I'm like, you ain't even doing nothing. But – me and Luke was there, and outside the stadium, it was uh you had tailgates going on pretty good. Uh, we took like a thousand pictures. Every, every Georgia fan wanted a picture with us. It took us
2: like two and a half hours to get from uh, the car to the stadium. I bet we took two hundred pictures.
4: Well, guarantee it. What did but you take the, pictures of but the the, the, the uh, only
3: people SS... want pictures
2: of me and Corbin. Really?
3: Yep. They the, never seen the a real fan before. Heck, women's pet, men's
0: regret, let me tell you.
4: But they're the only SEC school that doesn't allow beer inside the stadium.
0: Really? Yeah, that's a big one.
2: Oh, we, we we was, we was, just because we was Tennessee fans, we was walking down, I guess, like their version of the strip, I guess is what it would be called. They had, what, five, six, seven motorcycle cops out right there. Watching you all? Yeah. Oh, they made, yes. us, they made us throw our beer out, and then they wanted a picture with us.
4: <laughs> wanted what? To, made us throw a beer away. Because it's a PI and then wanted a picture with us. And while we're doing that and everything's going on. Georgia
2: fans are like walking around selling beer. Like
4: selling beer, walking yeah, walking on the sidewalks of beer, and I'm like, what well, well, what's going on over here talking to fans over
0: here? I think Corbin read my notes because I also have Georgia at number eight. For pretty much the exact same reason he has. You know, they are between the hedges as they claim to hold the, the wildest wellest in the country. But we all know that number was very, very, very inflated.
2: Yep, man, that's weird cuz I've got Georgia at 8 too. So, 3 3 for uh Georgia right there at number 8. Good environment sometimes. Listen, Kirby was like begging. They,
4: they was they was letting that yeah. game at first. I mean, it was loud. Oh, it
2: was loud at first, but loud loud. what were they pumping? Sound through the speakers Sound too. The speakers. It was yeah. But but They were
4: doing that big
3: orange concrete pumping, baby. Yeah,
2: but uh I mean, it was loud, but it still it it didn't hold a candle to Neeland. Um mm-hmm in um, in my opinion but i mean Kirby all week was like begging the fan like please show up please be loud like that's pathetic you shouldn't have to you should like you don't hear Josh Hopple like last year like come on it's Alabama come on let's scream like he don't <laughs> ha- he, like he don't have to say that Third um, down for what but you never really hear much about i mean other than the Tennessee game you don't ever hear like oh we got to play at Georgia you know nobody really fears going to Georgia um
4: like Look at their schedule this coming year. Cupcake yeah. City. <laughs> Except
2: for <laughs> that. It's Cupcake, that's for sure. They
4: may go three and nine with that thing.
2: Who's your seventh best SEC environment? Well, we were Spanky. done talking about them.
3: 'em. I'm gonna put put them down. Glory, glory to old Georgia. UGA, like like you said, they're having to pump in crowd noise. And like they'll as soon as they go kick off, they'll go, of 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 all, shut the hell up! We don't care about your dog for it to put you down or put you on a leash. Just shut up. <laughs> Ain't nobody like bulldogs. What are you talking about?
2: Very expensive to maintain. Who's your number seven, Corbin?
4: I got a uh, Ole Miss, and I kind of went a medium because I've always heard about the tailgate, never mm-hmm. experienced a tailgate before, but I've always heard it's like one of the best tailgates in football.
0: Uh-huh.
4: Mm-hmm. State, like watching them on TV. Uh, it's like anybody else, I guess, watching on TV. But from what I've heard from Tailgate, I'll put them at seven because they have been. I've saw videos and stuff like that, like jump through tables and stuff. So I'll, I'll put and them who'd at number seven. say that Old Miss. Old Miss, okay.
0: I got South Carolina at number no. seven. I, I hate that stupid Coptic Crows all the time, <laughs> but, but you know, when the lights go down and the Sandstorm comes on, that's that's a pretty dang cool entrance and effect. I love seeing. Stars. It is cool, yeah. I lot at the hockey games in Knoxville. That's kind of what
2: I said too. Is like it's cool for a little bit, but then it just.
0: And you know, there's there's what are you tailgating to at South Chronicles? What else is there to do in South Carolina? Right. Go but, to
2: the beach. That's
0: about it. No, I wouldn't even go to that beach. Yeah. No dirty and myrtle.
2: Uh, I'm gonna go Arkansas at seven. Uh, woo pig suey. Kind of annoying, but it is cool. I mean, it's unique. I like that stuff. You know, it's not the same. Same stuff over and over, they're not copying anybody else, uh, but you have to count in a lot of factors when judging this. So, I've got Arkansas just, just right in the middle. Who's your sixth
3: number six? I got the gang of South Carolina. um Like, like old Spurs said, when sandstorm, it's pretty cool them waving the flag, yeah, that thing, whatever they're doing, the helicopters. All that now nah, I, I ain't gonna comment. Um, but uh, a bunch of people cheering on the Gamecocks and they're doing helicopter out there. Yeah. Um, but now nah, South Carolina number six ain't nothing surprised me. They didn't let if they let that if I was a player and they let that damn chicken out there on the field, I'd be running for my life.
2: You need to get closer to the mic. Kathy says, "Spanky." Well,
3: I'm in a short chair. He, how can I be closer than mine? He can,
2: can't figure out how to adjust the. we Hello. The the three major adjustments on the. Hello. All you, you got to do is twist it and bend it down. <laughs> all right. Corbin. Uh, number six, Corbin.
4: I've got a uh, Florida. Uh, it's always sold out. Always sold out. Always walking. I can't hate on them. Everybody from here on out is going to be like in the good category, just so you know. Yeah. So, But Florida, they do bang it for their game day experience. The fans bang it.
0: I've got Ole Miss at number six, and we've all mentioned it before. Their stadium itself may not be the best hotty toddy, but they have the Grove tailgating area that's likely the best in the country, and I'd love to experience that someday. All aboard the lane train.
2: I'm I'm going Alabama at at number six. Um, They have their moments. Beautiful stadium, beautiful campus. Uh, They fill it up. Cool traditions, but um, it's kind of selective, you know, when they do it. And they're so used to winning there, they're pretty complacent. You know what I mean? And and you look in the stadium, I mean, it's just a lot of old, rich uh, donors more than anything. More than what you said verbatim. More than anything. Number five, who's Is my your toughest stadium?
3: Can we hear me?
2: You should Can you be hear me? Holla if no, you hear me. You ain't got to scream.
3: Okay. Uh, what am I on? Five? Number five, I'm, gonna go with the... I'm going to go with the Mississippi State Bulldogs and their cowbells. I love them. If I had a cowbell, I'd, I'd that thing right there with it. And I'm tell, I love the cowbells. People can hate on them, but it's a home field advantage. And when you can make yourself stand out and have that home field advantage, it's always good. Oh.
4: I don't know. They'll even allow them things to be taken in the stadium. You know they can only use it on certain plays. Like
3: uh, apparently, like they'll have up on the jumbotron like times you can and can't bring the cheer. When I tell
4: you, I can't stand that.
2: Mm. Yeah. Number five, Corbin. Who you got?
4: Texas A and M, home of the twelfth man. And I, I and I want to go to a Texas A and M game. I really do.
2: Oh we'll, we'll get the opportunity.
0: Corbin and I talk so much alike it's not even funny, but That's oh, what I, I was thinking well, too. I, well, I, I I mean, kiss we have and cut the exact same there. notes, I think, on some of these. Hold on. Till it comes to the duel. They have a uh,
4: the night before the game they have a pep rally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the, the midnight cried and said that.
2: I'd love to go to Texas a Texas Have you seen the one they did on Tennessee the last time they played? <laughs> it's pathetic. It is pitiful. Uh, I, right. That's a Not good actually, idea. I, I, need, I need to put that on TikTok because it that. is, like, cringy. Like, it, they try. I don't know. It's, they bad. Tried, it's bad. It's bad.
0: I've got Alabama at number five, and it's just like you said, Luke. It, it could be higher, but their fans are so spoiled that they don't give 10,000% like we did against them last year. Uh, it is on my bucket list, though, and it should be for any college football fan.
2: I've got Texas A&M at five too. Um, I probably would have put them a little bit higher, but some some low moments last year. I mean, we've seen some Ooh. of them, some of them images, man, and the nobody nobody was there. Uh, I'd be embarrassed, honestly, with some of them turnouts. But the stadium the stadium is dollars. super nice. It's like brand new. The twelfth man can be cool. They get pretty crazy down there. I've got Texas A&M at number five.
3: I don't get the whole twelfth man thing. Like I get it, you know. It's supposed to be there's eleven guys on the field. You got your twelfth man. Well, guess what? If you have a 12th man, you're going to get a flag every single time. Ain't that right, Spur? It, that's yeah. how the rule, rule is. At least they, they own it moniker.
2: Number yeah. four. four.
3: I have the University of the Florida Gators. Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. I've been there before. I've uh, And I'll, I'll go ahead and say this. I've For only sure. been to three of these stadiums. Only three of these I'm going to rank in. Don't worry. They're coming up on this list here. But I got Florida, uh, the atmosphere around it, it's it's very cool, very unique. Uh, everybody doing the gator chomp, all that stuff. Um, yeah, I'll tell you this. It's hot down there. Like, I mean, like, hotter than your mama's uh, oven on a Sunday morning when she's baking the cornbread and biscuits hot. Like, I'm telling you, it's like Shrek and your butthole is arguing for whose swamp <laughs> it is down there. Like, I'm telling you, it is that Hot down there. It's, it's a hot you don't want to experience. But it it's miserable. It's muggy. But I'm telling you, it makes for a good home field advantage.
2: Number four, Corbin.
4: Shracking his butt I don't know if I can top that right <laughs> <laughs> I've got Alabama. I mean, I, I like the Alabama atmosphere, honestly. They're always wildy, great. It's just they're so used to winning. And they know they're
0: going to win, but they still bring it every week. These Knicks here are the ones I'd love to go to it, see. Yeah. Uh, number four, I got Auburn. The uh, War Eagle and that Eagle falling into the stadium has got to be awesome to see. If he stole my hot dog, I'd be okay with it. No, I'd be mad. I'd, I'd be, be, be mad. I'd Eagle.
3: kill that. I'd, oh, my gosh.
0: Can't but kill go that. Unlike Tuscaloosa, the Auburn Faithful bring it every single week. And that's, that's a stadium that's on my bucket list, no doubt. Mm.
2: I've got uh, Auburn as well at number four. Great fan base, loyal fan base, mm-hmm. cool traditions. Uh, the tulip paper at Toomer's Corner It's pretty cool. Auburn's a premier environment in my opinion.
0: You know, Auburn, Auburn probably reminds me more of Tennessee than any other SEC team.
2: Yeah, I, I could see that. Yeah, I could see that.
3: Now the SEC of the West. Well, I don't know the West anything.
2: Who's your third best atmosphere in the SEC, Spanky?
3: Number three, my man Garth Brooks said it best. Operator, won't you put me on through? I'm going to send my love down to Baton Rouge. I'm going with the LSU Tigers. Death Valley, not the one in South Carolina, the the purple and gold one. That Death Valley, um, man, there's not another place like it. I get it, Tennessee took it over last year. But I'm not. I'm talking about 8 p.m. Death Valley. Like they, their players need to come out to that gong, like the Undertaker's music. Because I'm telling you, it would be rocking. They'd be hanging off the rafters in there.
4: I've got a uh, LSU Death Valley. Everybody says it's like the most like hardcore fan base they are. It may be, I've never been to LSU, so I don't know. If I was to go, it may be a different story. But for now,
0: I got two others ranked ahead of them. Number three, I got Texas A M, Just like Corbin said, home of the 12th man. You know, one thing that I love about Texas A&M is their band out there seems to be incredible. Uh, and so I, I took that into consideration. Uh, the stadium always seems to be rocking except for some games last year, the $90 million Jimbo effect. But uh have a feeling they'll be back pretty soon. And, and it's another stadium I, I'd just love to visit.
2: The The third best stadium environment in the SEC is Florida. Uh, the swamp can be very wild. Uh, we're going to figure that out uh, pretty get, soon. we Are going to
0: find our way out of there? I hope so.
2: But Florida fans, I know we've got some in the comments. Y'all are weird, man. Uh, you never know about the turnouts. I mean, sometimes it'll be like, y'all be like national championship in baseball or something and have like 20 people there. So oh, you, it you seats just...
0: It it's 90,000 down
2: there? It, I think it is 90 or it's, it's close to that. 000.
0: There'll be about
2: Of course, Spanky, Spanky knows the exact number. He knows how many people are laid on the sideline. <laughs> like, what, what, what kind of toilet paper do they put in the bathrooms? I don't no know. I, I do, do know, know
0: they only have blue and orange Gatorade at the oh, They'll probably be down to about twenty five thousand by the fourth quarter in September. We they have that there. Aquafina water. They don't got the
3: good stuff right here, Dasani.
2: All right, the swap is definitely a top environment in the SEC. Who's number two?
3: Number two. This one's gonna get me some heat. You just lost that belt, Vandy. Oh, Vandy. Oh, how do you put number two? Here, here's my explanation. You didn't say. In the description, it had to be a home environment. Vanderbilt is, and I'll go ahead and spoil my number one. And that's oh, obvious.
2: you always do this. But look,
3: Vanderbilt, it is the best second home of the Tennessee Volunteers. It's just like you're at Neyland, but you're at someone else's house. Like, heck, what's better having a party at your house or someone else's house? It's always a good feeling to have it at someone else's house because you can go piss in the yard. You can go do whatever you want, and there's no consequences. That's once every two years. But still, that once every two years, it's a good feeling.
2: So he's giving our second home in Tennessee the number two spot.
3: Am I wrong? Like, come on now.
2: Uh, Yeah, you are wrong. Am I wrong? I I I get your point, I guess.
3: Look, I have the abstract mind. I'm sorry that I am a better human being.
2: Number two, Corbin, Broadway. who you got? You have Broadway down here. Broadway, <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> I've got Auburn. Auburn uh, at two. The uh, Flying Eagle that they do in the pregame. Uh, can't cuss on Facebook, but ba- Bad A.
2: <laughs>
4: and uh, oh, yeah. that's just awesome. Plus, the tailgating at Auburn, I will say, is just phenomenal. Top t- mm-hmm. One top tier of tailgating places they own in college football is Auburn. Don't get mad,
0: don't kill your trees. Not. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, I got LSU. <laughs> Death Valley became Rocky Top last year, though. But but uh, if it's not on everyone's list to go see at least one time, it should be. Their drunken fans are, are just hammered before they ever get inside the stadium, and it's a sea of purple and gold. And uh, Luke, was you down there for it?
2: Uh, yeah.
0: Ah, yep. I'm So jealous of you. I sure, sure, I've got to get down to Death Valley.
2: Yeah, it was. It was fun, man. Uh, we well, I mean, there was there was quite a few fans talking talking to us, you know, very nicely. But for the most part, everybody w- was uh, super nice down there. But the the people to the right of us, um, it was pretty funny that uh, that dude at halftime said, "I don't even drink, but I'm going to get me some beer." <laughs> Heck yeah! But uh, that should be
3: on a shirt.
2: All right, you going to drink a beer, Spanky? No. Uh, number two, I've got LSU uh, fan base is right up there with the best. Mm-hmm. Awesome traditions. It's loud. It's crazy. Uh, LSU at night is on another level, but all games can't be played at night. So, um, I mean, Tennessee made Death Valley look really, really bad. But yeah, I've got I've got the uh, Tigers at number two. We've all got the same for number one. It looks Black like. Uh, Ellen
3: Keller could have told us this one. <laughs>
2: we've all got Neyland Stadium at number one. I guess we'll just go around. Why? Why do you have number or er, Neyland Stadium at number one?
3: I'll go ahead and I'll give y'all. The facts, okay? And look, go ahead and comment. Say what you want because I don't care because you're just jealous you could be like me. But I used to not be a Tennessee fan, and I even said it. I went to the to the place where I was a fan of, and I even still said then that there is nothing like Neyland Stadium. It's not only – it starts early in the morning – you wake up and that feeling you get in your stomach that you are going to Neyland Stadium. It starts there. Then you get there, and then you got the Vol Walk. You got you hear the pride of the Southland marching band. You see them players walk down that road with a big old T on it. And then you get inside the stadium, and then you get in line. You get your good old hot dog, get a Dasani water, and then you hear that band come right back out there, and then you see them form that big old T. And you hear, and here come the volunteers, and they run through the tea, and then the pageantry, and the pandemonium. It's just electric, especially when they checkerboard the damn thing. Oh, my God, and they love it.
2: So thought it was John Ward there for a second. What's your reasoning?
4: Uh, well, the Vol Navy, you got them.
3: I've never been.
4: Yeah. It's great. You've got to do the Vol Navy. I, I'd like to. Uh, then, but also, I mean, Tennessee. I've been a season ticket holder for years. Uh, I hate to know how much money I've spent in Neyland Stadium to go to games in my lifetime. Be honest
2: with you. Yeah, like to have it back in a way.
4: (laughs) Yeah, but I always stood there. We we could be winning four games a year, and I would still be in that stadium. But at the end of the day, you know how the orange. Uh, you know how they got the orange that follows the uh, LED board around the stadium, Mm -hmm. connecting Mm -hmm. the stadium. Well, that's the Tennessee fans inside the stadium, honestly, because everybody, like, you beside, like, nothing but Tennessee fans and everybody's wildy and everybody's ready to go. Like, let's 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 win this game. Let's get wildy. And the place gets louder than heck. And then, like I said with that going around the board, that's the fans coming together because I can look over to somebody I don't even know and just be like, hey, man, hey, man, you want to drink a beer? Yeah, let's drink a beer. Drink a beer, he'll, he'll, I'll buy one, he'll buy one. And all of a sudden, like it's just a whole section of people, just like all of a sudden fans inside the stadium. Because we're the, great, we're the most friendliest fan base regardless of what people say we are the most friendliest fan base in college football.
0: Now We like to win, and we're going to talk our trash. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're going to oh. talk but we're, trash. But we're, going to, we're going to shake the head of the opposing fans every single time.
3: I'm not, but, I don't know where the hand's been.
0: Why are you
3: but watching Chris Powell over, over there? No, we, no, <laughs> but, but we got an ESPN breaking news right here. Just like we'll Corbin said, just like
0: Spank said, you know, the best in the world, hands down. It's not even close. I don't think there's an NFL stadium that can touch an England stadium. Uh, I from agree. The Vol, Vol Navy, the Vol Walk, the pride of Southland, everything, you know. Uh, when that spooky Rocky Top played last year oh, before my Kentucky. Kentucky
2: oh, game. Kentucky game, yeah, that was.
0: Chills. You know well, uh, Some – some people that's in this room may or may not have snuck into Neyland Stadium this past weekend and just walking into that place even empty. I got chills. Oh, every time you walk every in, it's just like... Every time you walk into Neyland Stadium. It, it never gets old.
2: Whenever they interviewed me that time for the... And you got you went on the field, it was just so weird just being out yeah. there. Uh, no, nothing else in there. I mean,
0: after the Kentucky game last season, walking out of there, I, I almost... I almost had tears because I knew that it'd be eight or nine months before I could be back in there again. And it's... I can't wait till September the ninth, and we even play Austin Peay just to be back inside. It and makes you.
2: Stadium. It makes you not want to like miss home. You know nothing. You know. I mean. But. I
4: mean. I mean. Nashville's cool. It's cool. That, yeah. I'll say. I would say this about the Nashville game. It is cool that we're getting a home field. Like we well, not a home field, but a no. No, neutral site game to start the season. It that's cool. That's a
3: home field.
4: I'm gonna say something about it too when you're done, Corbin. But uh, for the people that's mad that it's twelve o'clock on ABC, like. I don't like it either, but at the end of the day, they're choosing us to start off the college football season on prime-time right. television. ABC. Like if, you, if you're on Channel 6, 8, 10, or 43, that's ABC, CBS, NBC, and Fox. They just don't put random games in them channels throughout the day. They they put who they trust going to get the fan, it's got the mm-hmm. fan base, who's going to get the viewership. They know we're going to bring it. And uh, it, it shows a lot of confidence in this university of Tennessee that we have going
0: right now. i, I got to say, I'm a little disappointed with the Nashville game right now simply because I went on Ticketmaster just this, this week. There's still nearly 20,000 seats available for that game. Oh, really? Come on, people. Buy those tickets to come see the University of Tennessee Vols. Probably because they're this, so high right now. They, are, they are high. Yes, they, they are. are high. They're high. And there's no no tickets available like you've got to give away, Luke. But, yeah. but some of the upper-level tickets are still available. Get online, get to Ticketmaster, and buy them now. It, it may be your only chance to see the balls all year. The tickets, hate Luke's giving away coming up in the show.
2: Well, I'm not giving them away today. Well, not today. Yeah. Calm
4: down. Katie, okay? by not, the door. Not today, but a couple of weeks from now, like, them seats is ungodly online. Yeah, like, I can not believe
0: it.
2: I just posted the link for the, to the giveaway, by the way, that, that Corbin's talking about. We're giving away two tickets, row four, in the end zone for the season opener. All you got to do is join the volunteer club, and then we're going to do a drawing on August 19th.
3: Um, I know we're probably about to go to a commercial break, but beforehand, there's actually some breaking news that just came up here on the ESPN app. I'll go ahead and read it for you. You know, that, that's what we do here at the Falls Deep. We give groundbreaking, breaking news here. Florida State will be con- would consider leaving the ACC due to revenue distribution there's that,
2: gonna be there's gonna be a lot of them type changes
0: that's yeah. gonna be huge for college mm-hmm. for uh, this this may be a topic for a another discussion maybe to do yeah or the pack 12 had four
4: today and the big 10 had four today one was Ohio State Michigan and at what point is
0: SEC too big yeah because we're getting there very quickly
2: yeah, that's definitely a good talking point we can we can get into eventually but yeah I think it's gonna come down there's gonna be like three just I think it's make four. Yeah, three, four. Yeah. Everybody
3: seeing that SEC money and they want their piece of
2: the pie. Let us know in the comments what you think. Uh, my my restream thing's not working, so I have to go site to site to site to see the comments. But uh, hit us with them, like, give us shares. Um, we'll get, we'll respond to as many as we can. We have giveaways coming your way. We have our second main talking point: in Florida, Alabama, Georgia, or other. Start bench cut. We have the duel. Uh, we'll be right back. Stick with us. maxed out gym is hands down the best gym in East Tennessee, located in Oak Ridge, locally owned and operated by Ryan Carson. Listen, this gym is not your normal big chain gym. 24-7 access, childcare, nutrition plans, private training rooms, and their personal trainers are truly first class, we're not talking about John Doe across the street who spent a few hours taking an online course and then printed his certificate. They offer the best classes in the area and even host big time powerlifting competitions. For my power lifters, you have to experience the back room. There's no words to describe it, you just have to experience it. That's Maxed Out Gym. If you're having second thoughts about changing gyms, canceling that membership, going through the hassle, I know you've seen the picture of me and Coach Hopple together when I got to show him his face on my leg. Have you seen The Thunder Thighs on the Vol Daddy. You don't get thighs like that by not going to Maxed Out Gym. It's time to throw away the Gold Membership. Throw away the Planet Fitness Membership. Throw away the National Fitness Membership. And it's time to join Maxed Out Gym. Check them out on Facebook right now. Are you looking for a place to tailgate this season? Look no further than the Volunteer Club. Free food, free drinks free games, and an open bar. Yes, I said open bar. Also, you're going to get things like watch parties, shirts, decals, koozies, exclusive video content, special events, meet and greets, etc. You absolutely cannot beat the Volunteer Club. For as little as $5, you can join today. Click on my QR code, screenshot my QR code, or message me for a direct link and come tailgate with the best of the best. Go Vols. All right, and we're back. Next, we've got Start, Bench, Cut, presented by Maxed Out Jim. Uh, we're going to give a topic. We've got to rank them. Start would be your first. Bench would be uh, like the mid one, and then cut is, your, is the last in the discussion. So we're going to do five of these. Start, Bench, Cut. Which game will be the best game of the year? Ohio State at Michigan, LSU at Alabama, Georgia at Tennessee.
3: Okay, this one's not going to be a shocker to anybody, but start Georgia Tennessee. More than likely, it's going to be a CBS kickoff game.
4: It's going to be that like three thirty. CBS don't have a uh, SEC rights anymore.
3: What do you mean? I thought that in next. Pay attention, Spink. No, they got it this year, don't they?
4: No, uh-huh. the, the Big Ten has it.
3: No, I don't know. Let's
2: just take it on the sound point. Let's they, go. They
3: have it this year. It's next year. Okay, whatever. No, it's not. But whatever, whatever. <laughs> Uh, Tennessee and Georgia started, okay? It's probably going to be a top three matchup, in my opinion, and it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be old daddy. Katie, bar the door. Uh, number two, LSU-Alabama. Alabama's going to want some revenge from last season. Let's see if Coach Kelly and the Tigers can get it done. Um, number three, which is also the cut, Ohio State-Michigan. I get it. It's a big rivalry. But to me – I don't care because I'd rather see both teams lose.
4: I'm going to start Tennessee-Georgia. I think the uh, – I don't think Georgia is going to be as good this year as it, what everybody thinks they're going to be, which they've lost. I hope you're games. right. Mm-hmm. They got all that stuff going on down in Georgia at the moment. And uh, that they – I mean, so the, the smart people that follow sports know what we're talking about. But uh, – uh, We're going to – it's going to be – the whole day is going to be built up like Alabama, you know, like that day at Alabama Mm -hmm. last year. It's going to be built up just like that. And they're walking into Neyland Stadium. And then uh, bench, Ohio State-Michigan. I love Ohio Mm -hmm. State-Michigan rivalry. (laughs) Uh, Last year was one of the best games they've ever had in the history of the Ivory, And uh, both teams at the top of college football right now. And – I can't hate on it. It's going to be intense. It's going to be—I know it's Big Ten, but you can't hate on it. It's going to be sold out, and they're going to be—it's going to be a close game. And then Alabama and LSU, cut it. We'll just see. We'll just see how that one
0: goes this year. It's hard hard to cut a game like that, isn't it? It, it,
4: it is hard to cut it, but
0: but that's the right order. You start Tennessee, Georgia. Uh, Neyland's going to be rocking yet again. You bench Ohio State at Michigan, the big house uh, with Ohio State coming in. That might as well just be a playoff game by itself. And you cut LSU and Alabama. Uh, Don't disrespect either one of those, but I don't see LSU being as good as it was last year or this year. So we'll see.
2: I agree. I'm going to start Georgia-Tennessee. It's going to determine uh, the SEC East Championship and – probably a playoff berth um sc is the best conference so that that's a big factor for me i'm going to bench ohio state michigan whoever wins this is going to the playoffs you know more than likely so that's a that's a huge game um had both last year under circumstances of you know other teams losing and i'm going to cut lsu bama it's going to be great i think the west is going to be wild i think there's going to be a lot of of you know upsets and and chaos in in the SEC uh, West.
4: I'll say this, Ohio State-Michigan, ain't it crazy that they're not the same division in the Big Ten? Yeah. Like, like they don't have to compete for a Big Ten championship, like, together. And this is, like, the deciding factor in the regular season.
2: (laughs) I like it, too, how how late it is in the season, too. I I wish, but you know, right now, obviously, Florida and – you know, that's that's not inc- – but back in the day, I wish we p- always played Florida later. I mean, that would have meant so much more. Hey,
3: that one year um, – I, I went to that one game. When, remember, was it the COVID year when it got moved to like 2020? Or got in 2020 got moved to December because they did the 10-game conference thing. I remember I was at that game. That was COVID year. It was cold. I'll tell you that. But, you know, everybody, look, the spank is right. The current SEC on CBS deal does expire in the year t- 2023. <laughs>
2: So pat him on the back, Corbin. That's right. Give him a trophy.
4: Pat so, me so has it already, exp- has it already
2: expired? I no, it. it's
4: going to after the
5: season.
2: All right, Metallica lead singer James Hatfield's birthday is tomorrow. Rank these Metallica songs: Nothing Else Matters, Enter Sandman, or One.
3: Exit light, enter night. Take my hand. Off to Never Never Land. Start, enter Sandman. If that song doesn't get you fired up, your wood is wet. But on the bench, Nothing Else Matters, very beautiful song. You know, it's on everybody's workout playlist. And then cut, hate to do it, but one, like I've always said, I don't want to cut it, but that's that's the gimmick. That's here, pal.
2: What do you got, Corbin?
4: I've got a... Uh, Inner sandman. Does he? I'll tell. I'll ask you questions if y'all know who it is. What college football comes out team comes Virginia out? Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech.
3: I I would like to go to that stadium just to see it.
2: That's the only thing they do. And it.
3: <laughs> then it's over. After that, after <laughs> after that cool. you can go home. It
2: is cool, but it's over you after can go
4: that. Home. And, uh after that nothing else matters. And then
0: the one. I would have changed it up a little bit. But Every time I hear Nothing Else Matters, it sticks in my head. And so I'm going to start Nothing Else Matters. I'm going to bench Inner Man, and only because it's overplayed, and I've heard it 10 million times. And, and as a hockey DJ, I play it a lot.
2: I would imagine and, you and do. I'm going to
0: cut one just because so out of the three, it's the one that is not the one.
2: Yeah, I've got, I've got pretty much the same. Um, I'm going to – I'm going to start Nothing Else Matters. Awesome song. I'm going to bench Inner Sandman. As a kid and stuff, like, Inner Sandman was was awesome. But like you said, it just kind of gets old after a while. I'm going to cut one. Great song as well. Hard to narrow it down. Um, Question three. Which week one, or would it be zero, week zero? I think zero. Uh, Game, are you excited about? Down,
3: these games are going to have on it.
2: Which one are you excited about the most? Navy at Notre Dame, Hawaii at Vanderbilt, UTEP at Jacksonville State.
3: Can we consider this football, I guess? Like, But I'll, I'll do it. I'll Shoot, play if you nice.
2: love the sport, it's football. I'm Blood fired football.
3: up. I'll, I'll, I'll play along. But Notre Dame, Navy, you know, you got the two uh, historical programs. You know, that should always be – one you always got to sit down and watch Ho, uh, Hawaii at Vanderbilt I'm curious how many people from Hawaii come to Nashville that could be a mix of culture right there you got the the damn Nash Nash whatever they want to be called and the Hawaiians like my lord that sounds like a like a cocktail drink or something Should
0: we do a Lou Allen bar Broadway
3: yeah, I bet be Jimmy cool. Buffett will be there. I bet you money, Jimmy Buffett will be at that game. No, he won't. Um, then UTEP and Jackson State, cut it, just
4: cut it. Jackson State—that's Jacksonville State. Jackson State's a different.
3: Well, oh, Jacksonville State. Sorry, I don't have my glasses on tonight.
4: Luke knows who I'm starting. <sighs> we all know who you're starting.
2: You starting UTEP, the Miners?
4: Yeah. Gavin Harrison, okay. I'm telling you, right now, UTEP is going to go out this year, and they're going to make a bowl game, and they're going to win the first bowl game they've had since like 1965. UTEP, listen to me, UTEP's going to do it. Now, uh, bench, Hawaii at Vanderbilt. You got two mid teams. Hawaii's always a sleeper team, anyways. Like Hawaii always does such good things. Remember when he's growing up, like. 2008 ish. Yeah, Hawaii was so dang good, and they and then they have a couple years off, and they get good again. So Hawaii this year, I think it's their time to get good again. They're gonna go over there and whoop on up up on old Vanderbilt at Vanderbilt. And then uh, you got to cut. Notre Dame, come on, I I hate Notre Dame. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I, I'm gonna start Vanderbilt in Hawaii. Uh, simply because Vanderbilt's the only team on this list that Tennessee plays, even though I, I don't think they're going to give Tennessee much of a game, uh, I'll watch it simply because of that. I'm going to bench Navy at Notre Dame just because it is Notre Dame and they have some name recognition, and uh, I'll cut UTEP at Jacksonville State out of three. That's probably the one I'll least likely watch.
2: I'm going to start Navy at Notre Dame. I want to see Navy give them give them all they can handle. I would love Corbin. I know you would like to see an upset there. Oh, Notre Dame and Navy? Yeah. Oh, Notre Dame. They,
4: you know, they got Notre Dame ranked to be one of the teams in the playoffs again this year. Like they always do. It's the They mass. always do. It's ESPN. Yep. It's college football. It's everything. Notre Dame's the best ever, and they played Navy and the University of Akron. And, I'd like to say something right now, but one, I, I know I better not.
2: I'm going to bench Hawaii at Vanderbilt. Got Hard to judge, bounce. but anxious to see what Vandy looks like, kind of, honestly. Their coach, man, he he acts like that they're they're about to win the SEC. Uh, I'm gonna cut. Sorry, Corbin. I'm gonna cut your your minors from UTEP at Jacksonville State. When they um, win
4: eight games this year, dear God, I'm they, gonna. I have family in El I'll watch it. So it. I'll watch
2: good. it. I mean, I. I'd love to go to UTEP. In, any college football that's on, I'll try, try to watch it. All right, start bench cut these French fries, straight slash shoestring fries, waffle fries, or curly fries.
3: We all know that I'm going to be very passionate and vocal about this subject. Anything with food. Let me, let me raise up my seat. Right
2: Brace yourself, listeners.
3: But I'm going to start the straight and the shoestring fry. You cannot beat a nice yellow crisp. And where the ends are a little bit brown, a little bit brown, not a whole lot, fry with seasoned salt on it. There is nothing more delicate than that. I'm telling you, some of the best fries ever. When they do it right, it's McDonald's. Uh, You got Steak and Shake had some of the best fries ever. Then and now, Freddy's they have wonderful fries. The the French fry is a delicacy. We're not
2: talking restaurants. We're just talking. Just
3: I'm talking about the fries right now. But French fries are very important because look, if they are bad, they're very bad. You might as well throw them away and just get them because it's on the four for five deal but I'm going with that one. On the bench, curly fries. They don't taste like your normal french fries. They got a little bit of seasoning to it. They got a little bit of kick to it. They got that little kick. They kick the field goal unit up in your mouth and let that ball just swing. And sometimes they're a mess. You got to pull them apart and all that, but very good. Arby's got the best ones. And then waffle fries. Chick-fil-A, thank you for everything you've ever done for me. God bless you. But the reason I'm cutting the curly fry or the waffle fry is because that one piece, and we all know what I'm talking about. We all know what I'm talking about. The big old fat one that ain't, that's got too much on it, just throw it away. I'm sorry, Chick fil A. I will always
0: love you. Oh, you went on and
3: on
4: about French
2: fries. Corbin, the
4: most special thing he's had all night. Yeah. Uh, start the straight fries. I mean, I love straight fries, especially you cook them. Right. We ain't talking, McDonald's is great and all, but we're talking about like you go to the store and you buy them out. You buy them safe a little over there. Or you go over there to them food city and you buy them things. You cook them just right. The straight fries, crispy, that gum, you can't beat it. You got a bench, uh, uh, you got a bench of curly fries. I love curly fries. Mm-hmm. You can't make curly fries. You really can't. Especially the ones that sell at Walmart, the uh, Orbeez-Con. hmm Them some dang good things. Put you them f-
3: things in an air fryer, put some fry seasoning on, oh my God, send you heaven and back.
4: Air fryer? You put them things, you deep fry them things.
3: Well, not a lot of people have a deep fryer. Air fryer works good.
4: And then, uh, Waffle fries, you cut them. You said Chick-fil-A. I'll be honest. I've only been Chick-fil-A a a handful of times in my life. You got to be kidding me. Sweet peaches and cream. The only times uh, I've been, excited. the only time I've been to Chick-fil-A was two times at the NASCAR race. You're and, going to hell, and like three, and like <laughs> you're going to hell, and like three times with you. And I asked you the other day, well you, you said, well, you want to eat that? And I said, we well, can go Chick-fil-A. It was Sunday, and it was Sunday, and he's like, they're closed. And I was like, well, this is why I go to the Golden Arches. Oh to nice. my
0: God, you gotta be kidding! <laughs> right. You're going right. to hell for that all one. Right, all, all right, right. You, even, you start, even. you start curly fries because nothing was mentioned about seasoning on these. And of these three curly fries the only one that's got seasoning. Start curly fries. You bench the waffle fries because you actually get some potato in them. Oh, my God. And you God. cut the shoestring french fries. Oh, no. Ooh. It's just grease. No. Especially after about 10 minutes when they go soggy and cold and wet. Well, that's why I got to eat them first. Nothing's worse than a old shoestring french fry.
2: Oh. I'm going to start the shoestring french right. fries. That's right. Simple. It's great. I'm going to bench curly fries. Uh, I'm kind of picky about curly fries, but if they're done right, they're great. Waffle fries. The only only waffle fries I like are from Chick-fil-A, so I'm going to have to cut them.
0: Is there any other waffle fries? That's what I'm trying. Frozen. Yeah, that's about it.
2: Uh, All right. Last one. Fast and the Furious Hobbs and Shaw was released on this day. Start, bench, cut these Fast and Furious movies. Fast Five, the original, the OG Uh, or Tokyo Drift.
3: I'm going to get some heat for this one. But I know everybody likes Fast and Furious movies because of the racing and everything. See me, I'm, I don't know. I like the action and the adventure, okay? I know we can get into the meme of because of family, because of family, I died by getting shot in the head because of family. We ain't going to get that far into it. I'm going to go with the best fast movie ever, Fast and Furious 5. That was the movie that sent the franchise into where it is now, to the heights where it is now. The other movies were great and everything, but this one sent it over the moon. Number two, Bench. You got to do the original. You got to start somewhere fast and furious, number one. Then cut Tokyo Drift. I'm sorry, but is it really fast and furious without Vin Diesel? That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say.
4: You gotta start Tokyo Drift for for me anyways. I love Tokyo Drift. That's the best Fast and Furious movie ever made. That's uh, and there's not very many Fast and Furious good movies anymore. I'll be honest. I don't like the new action packed stuff going on with it. Like like it's so unrealistic. Like I I like like this is like Tokyo Drift. That is real life in Japan. Okay, that is real life there.
3: I'd be terrified to go.
4: Now, this one was hard. I benched fast five just because of Paul Walker. It's so sad, you know.
3: What do you mean? He didn't, he didn't die in that one, bro.
4: That was Fast 7. That was Fast 7? Yeah, that was 7. Oh, that's so
3: sort of much I, I watch. How, the how many of these
0: movies are there
3: now? There are 9 of them. Too many. No, there are 10 now. 10. Yeah, I, thought he died,
0: I thought he died in Fast 5.
4: No, 7.
3: So you
0: couldn't so the original then?
4: No, I'll start with the original then. I may good not point, start it, but I, I'll It you. ain't I mean, without
0: Paul Walker either. Got that I, I thought you had the Paul yeah, Walker that's a good one point. in there. Luke, I'll just be honest with you. I'm a sports guy. I'm not the biggest movie buff in here. So, I will just go ahead and start what I know, and that's the original. I'll bench Fast Five. It's probably the other one I've seen, and I've never even seen Tokyo Drift, so I'll cut it. So, I quit watching after Paul. The last one I, I – didn't even know how many there was.
4: The last one I watched was when Paul Walker died, and uh, I guess that's Fast Seven. No, Which one's a rock in? He's, in?
0: he's in Fast
3: seven, uh, Five, Six, Seven, Eight, and took a break. Is that? at – Sorry for the spoilers. She is at the end credit scene of ten.
4: Cut them all, but oh but, my god! But anymore, like what gets me is I will not. I'm not gonna go watch it because you got a car jumping out of airplane with that parachute on it. And they're grabbing hands midair and they're jumping airplane yeah. cars through the air through these crazy things like as
0: it's, it's bad as it's the Transformer movies. It's cool.
4: It, it's like like for me, my favorite movie of all time is Jurassic Park, 1993. And because ain't was,
0: nothing real about a
3: dinosaur,
4: it, it was original. It was a good story. Two thousand one one was went well right with it, but after that, when they made these new ones, it's so unrealistic. I just don't. I don't care if it's if it's if it's too out there. I don't like it. Everybody else may. That's up to you. If it's too out
3: but, there. And he says something about Jurassic Park with dinosaurs.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna start the original. Uh, as a kid, I loved it. Uh, Tokyo Drift. I'm gonna bench that. Oh my god. Also, as a you know, I don't know. This is a kid. This I, I like it. And I'm gonna cut Fast Five. Deal with it, Spunky. Oh my god. We can all agree they're probably not too many of these things, though.
3: No, man. I love
2: it. Uh, that was start bench cut. A very fun segment presented by our friend Ryan Carson at Maxed Out Gym. We'll be right back with our second main talking point. Please stick with us. Don't want to miss the giveaway we've got coming up next share it out smash that like button for us. We'll be right back. Trident Hydro Clean, your exterior home cleaning professionals, house, roof, driveway, concrete, gutters, and much more. Trident Hydro Clean, 865-363-8815. They've been in business for five years and they have a five-star Google rating and a five-star Facebook rating. Call Jacob today Give your house, driveway, and or patio the care it deserves. 100% satisfaction guarantee. See the difference between a professional and amateur cleaning. That's 865-363-8815.
1: Megan's Cleaning Services is here to meet all of your home cleaning needs. From a basic clean to a deep clean, from a one-time clean to a bi-weekly clean, Megan's Cleaning Service is here for you. We provide residential, commercial, and rental cleanings for the best prices. Serving Knox, Anderson, Scott, Roan, and Morgan Counties. Give me a like on my Facebook page. My phone number is 423-539-7266. Again, that's Megan's Cleaning Services. At 423-539-7266. Thank you.
2: All right, and we're back. Next, we've got our second main talking point of the day, presented by Trident HydroClean. Thank you, Jake Haney, for sponsoring this segment. Um... Last week, we done some questions, just random questions, uh, kind of floating around, and uh, let's just jump right into some more of these top questions. Uh, first question. Some way too early bowl projections have been released. Most projections have us going to the Citrus Bowl, playing either Wisconsin or Penn State. Do you like this projection, um, or do you, do you like these matchups?
4: I do, and I don't it gives us motivation to get there but it's it's not a new york new year six bowl projection
0: no, uh, no of course not it's it's a step down from last year and I'm, I'm not accepting a step down from last year you know citrus bowl would be a cool environment i'd like to go to orlando i could ride the Velocicoaster again and and penn state would be a cool matchup but i want bigger when i think of a uh, penn state and like a big ten matchup
4: i think of the of the time we played the Outback Bowl against Penn State twice in a row. What, 2007, 2008? Somebody out there in the comments may be able to correct me on that. It may be been 08, 09. But,
0: you know, they go us in the Citrus Bowl. We're already looking at 9 and 3, 8 and 4. That That's uh, – I, I hope we're better than that come January.
3: I got the Sugar Bowl. Like, because the Sugar Bowl for SEC teams, that's one of the, the best bowl games you can get to, really. Um and then I got them, you know what, I saw the talk. And I think we're going to give them a little bit of a kick in the butt before they come to the SEC. I'm predicting Sugar Bowl, it's going to be the University of Tennessee versus the University of Texas. Texas, you know what you say, the eyes of Texas are upon you? Well, guess what, the eyes of General Nealon are upon your ass, son.
2: Uh, I mean, it is a New Year's Six Bowl, so so that's positive. Um we don't. I don't want to fall out of the New Year Six Bowl category after you know after last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't hate the matchups. I really don't. I really like the Penn State matchup uh, over Wisconsin. But ever since Spurrier made the comments about the Citrus Bowl, it just yeah, leaves a nasty, you know, fi- exactly. a nasty feeling. So I just hate everything to do with the Citrus Bowl. But like you said, I feel like this has you know this would be like a nine and three ish season. I think Tennessee is going to be better than that, so we'll see. Um, question two: With with all this recruitment hype for the twenty twenty four class, when do you think Josh Hopple goes to Atlanta for the first time? This year. And do you? I mean, do you think that um, like not going to Atlanta in order to make the playoffs? I mean, that, that's as bad as it's. You know, that sounds bad. To me, it sounds uh, pretty chicken, you know. Mm-hmm. That was that – we could
0: have done it last was, year. You know, the ultimate yeah. goal is a national championship. So, if, if we go 10-1 and one and lose to Georgia and don't go to the SEC championship game but still make the playoffs, I'm perfectly happy with that. I'd be happy with it
3: too. But like you said, it's kind of – it's like kissing your sister. It's like – you. my opinion, I'm happy they're going to get to it next year. But I think in order to make it to the playoffs, you should win your conference. Make the conference games mean something, because if you can't win your conference, why should you win the national?
2: Well, that's about to change.
3: Thank God, quickly,
2: very yeah. soon. But do you all—I mean, when do you but, think? When do you think high polls in Atlanta?
0: As far as you know, we all hope he goes this season. It's—it's uh, it's still a little bit of a long shot, but realistically, I give him two more seasons. By 2025, we need to be there. I'm gonna say, like this season. I mean, we're still. A,
4: I know you, everybody hates to hear it, but we're still in a rebuilding phase. We're still getting recruits. Yeah. Like, like we just got rid of pretty much Pruitt's guys, and mm-hmm. so. But uh, I'm gonna say I hope we get that this year. We had the potential to get that this year. Absolutely. With Joe Milton, uh, Bo McCoy, and everybody, the running back game this year is strong. The defensive line's looking way better this year. Uh, defense in general is looking mm-hmm. like one of the best defenses we can have in Tennessee in a long time. So, it just – college football is a week-to-week basis. Like, we can – like, any team can go out there one week and just lose something. And uh, I don't know. I got – I feel like we could have an upset this year, just like last year in South Carolina. Like, beat us somehow, you know, some BS way. But we'll see. Uh, I'm going to say – Next year's our projection to get there, but I am hoping and praying that this is the year that we get to the SEC championship.
2: Yeah, I think I'm like you. I think we can go any moment, honestly. Uh, unfortunately, we have uh, we have to beat the best team, you know, in college football, and they're in our division, so that hurts. That hurts us a lot, you know, as far as chances. But I'm thinking 2025 is the year that Tennessee can say, "Hey, we're." You know, look at look at our depth. We are, you know, we're even with everybody else now. So I, I think 2025. I'm not saying we it can't happen before then, but I think um, as far as like a good chance, I think 2025 is the is the year for me. Um, which game on the 2023 schedule scares you the most?
3: I want to keep some consistency. i want to say Missouri. Like I said, just where it's placed. I get it. You know, everybody can say what they want, but that's just my opinion. Where it's placed, week four, Georgia. That one kind of scares me the most.
4: I will say this: uh, they got Missouri this year pretty high up, and I don't know why. But, but I will say for me, it's uh, Texas San Antonio. That's mine as well. Because listen here, they all they, the the they've only been a team for like. I don't even know, 2011, 2012, something like that, when they had their first season of college football. And went to Division one very quickly. But they're a very good, well-built program. And uh, they always they always compete against teams like – they always face an SEC team every year and a, and a couple other big teams. And they always compete or win. They're a very dangerous team.
0: And let's face it, that's that's my pick as well, Texas San Antonio – Coming to Newland Stadium, that is their national championship game. Uh, it won't get any bigger for them. And it's it's kind of a trap game because it's right after Florida and right before South Carolina. So it's in that week where we, we play a non-conference, supposed mid-major, but uh, they're a very dangerous team. they got a high-powered offense, and I'll be honest, that game scares me some. Don't want it to ruin our season. Yeah, that's uh, what scares me. Because they've
4: learned so many times to, to like, Auburn or whoever, and just about beat the bikes off Auburn. I'm like Texas San Antonio
0: over here is they're pretty legit. We are agreeing way too much today, Corbin. This is scary. Way
2: yeah, too yeah, much. We'll see what the weird. duel does. Uh, I do agree. UTSA for me is a trap game. It, it it don't really scare me, but I mean they're they're in the back of my mind a little bit. My my game that scares me the most is Florida. I know they're down, but this we have Tennessee has to get over this hurdle. I'm confident we should definitely handle them easily, but in my opinion, this game, um, I mean, it either makes or breaks the season for a lot of fans, yep. and uh, I don't think the coaching staff is going to let it make make or break regardless. But for fans and voters and all the bad juju uh, that comes along with this, I think I think we have to beat Florida in the swamp for the first time in 20 years. And it scares me. It scares because, I mean, you could put Vanderbilt in Tennessee or uh, Florida uniforms and, and they would play us tough. Um, Tennessee linebacker Aaron Beasley did not make any major preseason all-SEC teams even though he had more tackles and interceptions than all the players listed in front of him in 2022. What kind of year do you think we see from Aaron Beasley?
3: I think an all-SEC season. Heck, could be an all-American season. Heck, could be an all-American season. Like, I think the sky's the limit for him.
4: He's aggressive. He defends big-time plays. I think he's going to have a great season, honestly.
0: He's going to prove them wrong. Listen. He may not have been on any preseason All SEC team, but he'll be on the postseason All SEC team. You can bank on that.
2: I agree. Uh, potentially, I think he's got. You know, he he could he could be the best linebacker in the SEC. Um, his growth since twenty twenty one is insane. I've not. I, I. mean, I'm gonna be honest. I was hard on him, man. Uh, Hypo's first year. I mean, I couldn't stand him. And he's 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 grew so much. Um, he's a leader. Uh, this is his defense, and I think, uh, I think he makes an even bigger stride um, than he did last year. I, I think he's going to be a high pick in the NFL draft. As a fan, which, would, which win would mean most to you? A win at Florida for the first time since 2003. A win at Alabama for the first time since 2003. Or a win versus Georgia for the first time since 2016.
3: I'd say Georgia. They're the, they're, the top, they're the number one. They're the man. To be the man, you got to beat the man.
0: Uh, this, is, this is simple for me. and I'm not being completely selfish, but it's a win at Florida because we're going to be there. But a win at Georgia would be massive. However, that win would not mean as much since we've already lost to Florida and Alabama by the time that game comes around. So, I'm going to say Florida first.
2: Going with Florida.
0: I'm gonna say Florida first, just because we ended
4: Alabama. and Georgia streaks both. I know Georgia was a few years ago, but still, uh, Florida. We gotta end that streak. Honestly, that's a long time. So
2: yeah, I mean Alabama's twenty years too. It's crazy.
4: Think about Alabama though. Like Alabama's in the West. Well, we got we got to back up what we what, what we done last year with Alabama. Yeah. Um, we ain't got nothing to back up with Florida. It's just every year Florida's beat us. Beat us and uh, it'd be so nice to have a win in Gainesville, to be honest with you. just Because we've been so close so many times, but we've never got it. We've given them a couple, and that scares me.
2: Yeah, uh, I don't think there's really a, a bad answer here, but I'm going to go with Georgia. Um, I don't know. Even though we haven't won on the road in a long time in Gainesville, or Tuscaloosa, uh, we did beat beat them both last year. So, um, just I don't know. Hindsight, like if we if we beat Georgia, we more than likely, you know, have, have you beat have beat at least one out of these two. So, I don't know. I, if I, you like, beat
3: Georgia, you go to Atlanta.
2: That's yeah, I mean, it, unless you are Butch Jones and you beat Florida and Georgia and still manage to lose the East. Oh, but uh, yeah, t- for me though, like. If we beat Georgia, we win the East, and that means that we have decent shot of uh, you know going to going to the playoff. The
4: twenty sixteen
2: season was wild. We, was we,
5: was, we
4: beat Florida and Georgia, and we still
5: lost. We still East. lost the East.
3: How yeah, does that happen? Who went that year? It was Florida that went that year. Wasn't it?
5: Yeah.
2: Which new players that we haven't seen play yet are you most excited about?
3: Uh, Nico, I'm excited to see who he does. Like I've said, I hope he doesn't go in because. More than likely, if he goes in, that means Milton ain't doing very good. But when he does get his time to shine this year, hope he balls out.
4: I got Nico as well. I mean, be honest with you, Nico is a—he's uh, gonna be a store. and uh, he's going to play. He's gonna play this year. He is gonna play this year,
0: even if you think he won't, he's gonna play.
2: I think we're going to see a good dose of him.
0: Yeah, even, you know, we're going to have some blowout games hopefully that that Nico will get to come in. There's no reason to redshirt him because he's probably not going to be at Tennessee for four years as it is. So, uh, play him when you can. I'm excited to see Nico, but I'm really excited to see what Deontay Thornton brings to the table. Uh, Another massive wide receiver in wide receiver university once again. I'm also excited to see uh, McLellan-Castles, a tight end transfer. Uh, It's a good one. uh, Big position of need. And you know I'm really kind of curious and want to see what our new price kicker, he's a transfer, Charles Campbell brings. Cause uh, that's a part of the game that we haven't really talked about much. It's special teams. Uh, we've been kind of spoiled the last few years, and and uh, we got a brand new kicker, and that always makes yeah, you
2: nervous. Yeah, new kicker, new punter. So yeah. I mean, it, that's where the that's where the breaks are made. Um,
4: I'll throw one in there. Cameron Douglas, defensive lineman. There you go.
2: Okay, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I'm gonna go Keenan Peely, uh, linebacker. He's a stud. Mm-hmm. I think he, this is his like fifth year playing college football. Uh, mature team captain for uh, for BYU for a long time. We got Dante Thornton as well, uh, huge wide receiver, long, tall, athletic, fast. I'm gonna go Nico. Uh, this is a pretty big duh. Uh, who don't want to see the number one player in the country uh, play football? I'm gonna go Gabe Judy Lolly, defensive back from BYU. We needed him bad. Mm-hmm. Another another veteran. Um, he actually played at Vanderbilt before he played at, at oh, BYU. He's the guy's education. Uh, he's smart, though. Uh, and I'm going to go John Campbell, offensive tackle. Anxious to see, you know, how he feels. Darnell Wright's spot. Last question before we get to the duel. Um, not to wish the 2020 or 2023 season away. Uh, never do that. But uh, college football playoffs expand next year. How excited are you for the for the twelve game expansion?
3: It, it's very exciting. Finally, we can make some sense of this playoff system, and it, it makes perfect sense. You win your conference, you go to the playoffs, and then you have your at large teams. Like it's the perfect solution. I think it's it's going to make college football better.
4: I'm excited. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be easy to get in. Mm-hmm. But harder to win. That's right, and that's all it's going to be, and that's a good thing, honestly. Like you're saying, uh, the best, the best needs to be there, and what we've had go, uh, we've come a long ways, and just right. I, I mean, it was just a few years ago we were sitting there with like a BCS game, mm-hmm. and like, and that was just a BS. Like, oh, you're going to be a BCS national it's championship a computer thing, and then we had the college football playoff board. And now we're going from four teams to eight teams, and
3: with the committees only going to come in for the at-large teams, is that correct? That's where the committee votes, like who's the at, who's the at-large schools that make it in. Uh, I think I'm there's
0: pretty, some automatic yeah, there's, bids,
2: but yeah, yeah.
4: which rightfully should
0: be. You know, while well, yes and no. I I don't believe a, a conference champion that that may have four losses, like let's just say in Iowa. Uh, somehow sneaks into the, the Big Ten championship and wins that game, but they got four losses. I don't believe a, a non-top twenty team should be in the playoffs. Regardless. It'll take care of itself over time. It, it will, but you know, I, I'm super excited about it, and I like the twelve-team format. It still awards the top four teams with a bye, so the regular season still means something. Uh, I think twelve is the right number. And I'm I'm very excited, you know, hopefully we'll get six SEC teams in. Wouldn't
2: that be incredible? I I think there's a pretty good shot. Uh, I'm pumped. I think this needed to happen for a long time. Uh, With the top 12 teams, anything can happen. But just imagine this, the home playoff games is is awesome. I mean, imagine imagine Tennessee, Ohio State at Neyland Stadium for a playoff game. I mean, it would be rocking.
3: You don't talk about rocking just for a homecoming game. Like, my Lord, could you imagine?
4: Hold up. So that's my first time hearing that. So uh
0: the first round is home home games. Is it that, is that Will? IRC gets a home game. That that is that is true. Okay. even I, if you get the first round by? Well no, that's second round. Okay. Yeah, so, I I yeah.
4: ha- I have not even heard that yet. That is uh pretty dang cool. You're talking about doing some ticket sales and uh <laughs> Well, be I, right. I hope a season ticket holders who's had season well, a tickets a minute, for 20 years have some join, special benefits. Join the volunteer club get,
0: to get first access to <laughs> tickets. Join now. But wait a minute.
2: Season ticket holders do get first. Let's they say should we get, first get a first, first
0: round bye.
3: That means we don't get a home playoff game.
2: Yeah, but. But you um, get that first bye. Yeah, but you don't. You get a free win. You get a free win. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like Imagine if we had this during Fulmer's Day. We'd be in the playoffs every single year, almost.
0: We'd have been in the
4: playoffs last year and. It would have been playoffs formers yeah. last season. We lost to LSU in the SEC
0: Championship in 2007. Foreman would probably still be
2: here as coach. Ouch. All right. Uh, we're going to be right back after these messages. We have the duel <sighs> coming up next. Belt's uh, who, who's going to show them the belt, Spank? It is. Spank, it's, Spank is the winner. It's the, my beauty. He, it's
3: my thing. I've slept with it every single night. Coming
0: home to Spur Daddy tonight.
2: Spank mm. is, has been the champion for a while. Last week when we done the live, we let the, the viewers vote, and we took a poll on who the winner was from the duel. So and It was
3: me. It was so. the people's champ, baby.
2: So uh, share this out. Like it. Get your friends in here. Let them vote for who they think the winner is in the duel. We'll be right back.
3: Do you have dreams about what your property could be? Whether it's driveways,
2: ponds, septic, new home construction, or even forestry mulching,
3: let us earn your business and make your property dreams come true. Call Premier Excavation at 865-766-9408. You can also find us on Facebook or Instagram. Thank you for supporting small businesses
2: that support you. Again, that's Premier Excavation at 865 766 9408. ZN Concrete are the professionals you need to call for all of your concrete finishing needs driveways, sidewalks, curbs, garage pads, footers, and much more. They can do it all. No job is too big, no job is too small. Give ZN Concrete a call today, 865 360 6176 residential or commercial that's z and N concrete 865-360-6176
5: And we're back. Next, we've
2: got The Duel, presented by Premier Excavation.
0: Hey, Corbin's running scared. It's the two of us,
3: He's think. gone. He's gone, because he knows the champ is here, baby. Right here. Corbin always cool. has to put
2: on a costume before.
0: Oh, my god, He's forgot he we're live. Just, just come over here shirtless. No, Get, please don't. He's sitting next to me.
2: Give the yeah. ladies a show.
3: Oh, my god, Oh, man. Look here. I'll go ahead and make
0: this. Corbin, it smells like you've been in a river. Yeah. Yeah,
2: Ugh. uh, but the duels presented by Premier Excavation. Make sure uh, you check them out for any of your excavation needs. The spank, the, the spur. Chair. Okay, my bad. Spur Daddy. Uh, the Spur Daddy. All right, you take, you're starting to I, walk there. on the vault, yeah. <laughs> and then Corbin is going to battle it out over a few tough questions. The winner not only gets bragging rights, but they get some hardware to drag around with them. For a I've week. Had, I've had a tough week. I, I can only afford...
3: You smell like Vaseline and OxyClean.
4: I can only afford these cheap-ass sunglasses right now. I've had a tough week.
3: Those I ta- were
4: promotional sunglasses. I, they were giveaways. I, I'm just telling everybody right now, like... I was a champ for 63 straight days, and he never won nothing. And I don't know. I don't know what's going on right now. I am oh the greatest God. of all time. No, Nobody can touch no, me. You
3: ain't. Shut it. I'll even
4: make a decree here.
3: If I do not successfully defend this belt next this week, I will leave. The Vols Deep Podcast for one whole week.
4: Well, well, let me tell you something right here, son. For anybody that voted for him last week, he cares so much about that title belt that he left it just sitting around this week. And just so happens it ended up on oh, my mama, Mama Rogers.
3: Yeah, I left it. You know why I left it with Mama Rogers? Spank, Mom. Do you really want to know why the spank left it with Mama Rogers? Spank. Do you want to know, baby? <laughs> Do you want to know? We got all that long to talk about it. Do you want to talk about it, Corbin? But you don't have to call me
0: spank anymore. You could just simply call me daddy. We're going to fight over this microphone, Corbin. Spank... Y- you, you say you leave leaving us for one week if you don't win that belt tonight? Yeah, loser He'll leaves town. You never show up two weeks in a row anyway. Oh, my <laughs> God. Because I'm a busy man, I'm a man of a
3: people. I'm getting ready for August the 11th. Joe Kazana Promotions presents Heartbeat, baby. Well, you're getting fired.
4: Coke Kazana all the way.
2: All
3: right. Oh, my God. I hope you oh, burn your house
2: down. All right, we're live on both Facebook accounts. We're live on YouTube. We're live on Twitter. Share it out. These these three are gonna go at it. We're not used to these threesomes. Uh, Cor, Cor, Corbin is, but um, threesomes. This is a different kind. But yeah, we're gonna get going here. Uh, we gotta share
0: this microphone, Corbin. This is gonna right. get dirty.
2: We're gonna go in order. Do you wanna go or do you yeah, wanna go first? I always go. Champ first. goes first. All right. The
0: champ goes first.
2: All right, y'all vote in the comments. We got five questions. Give me- hey, hey, hey.
4: Come on, son. Let's give it to us. What are you looking don't for? You should already me. know this. I'm reading the
3: comments of the people. Shut your mouth.
4: You trying to violate
3: Shut up. Hey, at least I don't have to get all goofed up on some costume, whatever. I come dressed. I'm the champion. I don't always- have to get ready. My number one, give your top six college football playoff protection. You're always I goofed up. I got Georgia, number one. I got Tennessee, number two. You got to scream. I, I mean? got Michigan. I got TCU, I got Bama, and I got The Ohio State University. Beat that one, Jack!
2: Who are your top six college football playoff contenders this year?
4: Well, of course, I've got Ohio State and Michigan. I mean, they're two of the best in the Big Ten, and they're going to be in contention to get there. Everybody's going to be talking about them every damn week. Alabama, of course, and Georgia, because Georgia defending national champion. Alabama, of course, it's Alabama. Alabama every year, Alabama, Alabama, Alabama. They're the best that bun- 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 they are. Bun- 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 Tennessee, we're going to be there. You watch and see. We're going to be there. Now, I'm going to tell you this one. USC... I will say this, USC's going to be there. They got Caleb Williams come back, Heisman Trophy winner from last year. And I am a believer in USC and him. And I think he and USC is going to give a one for a college, not a national championship, but they're going to at least give a one for the college football playoffs this year. Take it over, Spo.
0: You know, Corbin, we've been talking about the same all night long. But I'm going to bring some real facts to the table. Until Georgia can be proven wrong, they're, they're clearly a contender. Alabama has a saving effect. Uh, they'll be in the discussion even with three losses. So they're going to be right there in the discussion. Ohio State is a media darling, and it's going to come down to DM or Michigan, one or the other. One of those two teams is going to make the playoffs. I still like Ohio State in that matchup. You said it, USC, the Pac 12 is weak, 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 weak. And USC is right there. Oregon is down. Utah, Utah is going to be their toughest opponent. Utah. So I
4: don't
0: yeah, say Utah's, Utah's, good. Utah's good. Utah's good. But USC gets by Utah. They'll, they'll be in the playoff. Their non-conference schedule is easy. And they do have to return in the Heisman Trophy uh, winner in Caleb Williams. So USC is likely going to be a playoff team, as much as I hate to say that. One, neither one of you two mentioned Clemson. The ACC isn't what I call intimidating, other than Florida State. So, Clemson runs roughshod over the ACC one more time and beats Florida State. They're going to be in the playoffs. They have an easy road yet again. Their non-conference game against South Carolina may just be their, their playoff game. So, Clemson can get by Florida State and South Carolina. I feel like they're going to be in the playoffs yet again. And then we have good old Tennessee. If Joe Milton can be anywhere near what we expect him to be, then Tennessee is a real contender.
3: Had to put him at the
0: bottom, Our schedule is tough, but we're right there. We are right there. We beat Alabama again and take care of business against Florida and A&M. You know, losing to Georgia may not kill our chances if we can win clean otherwise. So Tennessee is going to be an absolute playoff contender, and that's my six.
3: Y'all had to put Tennessee at the bottom. You know, people Price? out there, that should that should be a sign, you know. That should be a sign, how they feel about your volunteers. You're watching this podcast, one, because you love the Spank, but two, because you love the Tennessee volunteers. That should be a sign that these two – Self-proclaimed grown are you men over to, here. have trying Tennessee to buy those at the bottom. I'm bringing facts. I don't have to buy nothing. The people love the spank.
4: You leave the best for last, son.
3: Oh yeah. Okay. Or was it you're putting Tennessee at six and you're leaving them out of the playoffs?
0: Let, let's be honest about it. Tennessee out of the list is is the, the least of those teams that's likely to be in the playoffs. Oh
3: my gosh. You see, they, he they said are. It? Hey,
0: I'm I'm coming with facts and I'm being he honest said about it.
3: it. People.
2: Would
3: you rather me be honest or not honest? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. You we we to want to BS these people? No. Here. you want to do the honesty test? Are you an
2: alcoholic? All right, we're getting a lot of spur votes. All right. I don't
3: see him. I see spank right here.
2: You're not on YouTube. I'm not Question on YouTube. number two: Does Georgia 3 threepeat?
0: No, Georgia does not three-peat. Nope. The target's on their back, and someone's going to dethrone them this year, and it's going to be the Tennessee Volunteers.
3: That's right, Spur. Tell them about it. Look, it's hard to – three. When was- it's not been done in a long time a team's 3 P. I don't
2: know. That. Has it ever been done?
3: It has been done. It was back in the 30s, I believe. It was a long it, time ago. It's not been done
0: in modern times.
3: No, it's not. Very impossible to. Georgia is going down. They're not getting that three-peat because Tennessee Volunteers are going to get it done.
4: Georgia's not three Peyton this year. I just tell you that right now. No, not That's not happening. Uh, there's a lot of, sh- about Cust, Uh there's a lot of stuff going down in uh, Georgia right now, like behind the scenes, and uh, they don't have
3: Stetson Bennett. We got our behind the scenes reporter
0: here, everybody. <laughs> for the Georgia Can
3: anybody name right now? I can't. I know they got that big that big tight end with the with the horse
4: collar thing. I'll right? say this about Georgia's quarterback. Georgia uh, right now is on. Alabama's level, like a uh, you 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 don't know who the quarterback is, and he's going to come out and he's going to be a great player. True. But at the but at the end of the day, do you have the other players to back him up? And I don't know if that's going to be true or not this year because Georgia lost a lot of talent last year.
0: You know, in Georgia's got the big head. You know, they the like I said just a minute ago, the target is squarely on their backs. And every team that comes after Georgia is coming after them with everything they got. And Tennessee's going to dethrone them, and someone else is going to as well.
2: All right. Getting, getting a lot of spur votes on YouTube. How many games does Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, win at Colorado this year?
3: I'm going he's going to win eight or nine games. What? I'm telling you, look at the back half of his schedule. Okay, yeah, he's got a tough task week one TCU. Then he's got to play USC and Oregon, okay. But then look at the rest of it, like the Oregon States, the UCLA's. I'm telling you, they might start out bumpy, but they will finish strong. Mark my words.
0: ahead, Corbin.
4: I think Deion Sanders is going to do something stupid. Mm-hmm. I think he's uh, he's he's already borderline. Like uh, he he thought he can like you can go Jackson State. FCS go and do what you done, okay? He's
3: not the one playing, though.
4: That, he's let,
3: not. It's the players he's getting from the portal. If we've, if, if Tennessee well, we, fans should know anything, it's about using it's the portal. It's my time to talk. Okay, fine. Whatever. I didn't know we were being civil here.
1: It's
3: it my, says in the notes, get down and dirty. You must not know how to get down and dirty. That's why your mama calling me.
2: Hey, uh... Hey, hey.
0: You know, I should have took your microphone for this, Luke.
2: <laughs> yeah, Probably. He thinks he. Well, y'all could still use the middle, but y'all are just getting into it.
4: Uh, he thinks you can do that in Jackson State down there, but this is not FCS. This is FBS college football, a Big tent, a big no Pac twelve tent.
3: Can't even say it, everybody. See, look. Do you want a champion
0: that's an
4: alcoholic? They change their name. They change the name every year of the conference, so
0: they can't make up their mind what conference they're in anyway. But
4: the thing is, Colorado has not been relevant in years. Yeah, they have a big stadium. They have a – I guess they have good fan base. I don't know. It, it, they say they do. I don't believe it. It's just like any, any other Pac-12 school, honestly. I mean, listen, okay. Deion Sanders, is he going, doing good things? Yes, he's doing good things. But at the end of the day, he he's over here and he's disciplining these kids and he's acting like it's nineteen sixty football, and the kids nowadays are not going to go by that. So he's going to have to and, yeah. and and eventually eventually you're gonna ha- he's going to have a blow up is what he's going to have in the pl- program. He's going to have a blow up, and when somebody blows up, you're going to have multiple people blow up, and then he's going to have something come out and be like, oh, the has got this allegation. Going on over here. So, I expect something to blow up within the
0: program. Who's
3: one of the most talked about yeah, hey, teams this offseason?
0: You, you want to hear a fact? I'll give you a fact. College football has 85-player roster limit. Deion Sanders in Colorado has 51 players on their roster. They got That's 51 dogs. 51 That's players on their roster. They are playing they 30, 34 players short, and they're playing a – not an easy schedule. They open up with TCU. That's a loss. That is they follow up with Nebraska. That's probably a loss. I'm they're going to win, win against Colorado State, so that's one win. Then they go to Oregon. That's a loss. Then they play a playoff team in USC. That's a loss. They're going to start out the season one and four. By that point, they're going to have injuries, so 51 players are going to be down to about 41 players. Then they go to Arizona State. That's a loss. They might squeak by Stanford, so that's two. Then they're off. Then they go to UCLA. That's another loss. Then they go to Oregon State. That's a loss. Then they play Arizona, and I'm going to give them Arizona. i don't give them one more. But at that point, they're they're three and eight. Then they're going to lose their last two to Washington State and then a very good Utah team. That's three wins on the year for Deion Sanders in Colorado, and they'll be down to about 35 players calls. They're going to look like poor old Oakdale High School out there got a roster. I like it. That's it.
2: All right, question number four. Which team matches the preseason hype this year? Florida State, Penn State, or Texas? Not Texas.
0: It's not Texas.
2: Not Texas. Go ahead, champ. Do
3: you really want to know my answer? Do you really want to know?
2: If you want to try to win, yeah.
3: Okay, Texas. Texas.
2: I knew he'd say it because you know why? he, he I'm stuck it up. it to
3: him? Because they're going to make it to the Sugar Bowl where they're going to get beat by the Volunteers. And here's my prediction. Alabama's getting upset by Texas. That's my prediction. I think that the quarterback that Texas has, I think he is very good.
4: What's and his name?
3: I don't fucking know. Leave what, me alone. What? <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. Sorry, my bad. Um,
4: What's his name? What?
3: I don't know his name, but I know he's starting over Arch Manning, so if you're starting over a Manning, you must be really good, Val. But I got Texas winning week three against Alabama. I got Texas being back. And then they're going to get beat in the Sugar Bowl. Go
0: ahead, Corbin. Don't let you go. It's not Texas. We both know that. Now, nice as Texas, I'm upon you.
4: Penn State. I love Penn State. Penn State's got good things going for them at the moment. Really good things. I think Penn State is uh, – the past few years, Penn State has been building a pretty dang good program. And it's pretty impressive com- com- comparing what they've had to go through because they went through – you had Joe Paterno years. And they have very, very dark years. Nope, no bowl games. you just playing football out there. And whenever the season's over, the season's over for you. Mm-hmm. Even if you won 14 games – I mean 12 games, n- no Big Ten, no ball game. Penn State has had – they got a loyal, loyal – <laughs>
0: Lines, right? can, it
4: can, can you imagine playing four years for Penn State as a freshman and sticking it out? And then you uh, you know you're not going to have a bowl game your entire college career. Yeah, it sucks. It, it su- sucks. It sucks. NCAA
0: sucks. This happened like
3: ten years <laughs> ago.
4: But at the end of the day, they stuck with them, and they kept getting the the quotes. And look at them now.
3: This happened 10 years ago. These kids were probably in middle school when this happened.
4: You know, SMU was a top team in college football, and they got the death penalty just like uh, Penn State. And uh, guess what happened to SMU? Look at them nowadays.
3: not everybody's going to be down for long, brother. Like, heck, look at
0: us. Look at Tennessee. Hey, the the answer to this question is Florida State. And it's simply because Penn State, while I do like them, and I like James Franklin – they got a tough road to hold, getting through Michigan and Ohio State. Florida State, if they get over at Clemson, uh, has a pretty easy road to the ACC championship. And so, Florida State, out of those three teams, will be the one that's back this season.
4: He Wait. said he said he ain't gonna pick no Florida State. He gotta. Over here,
2: Florida. He's still got got the Florida games veins a little bit. No,
3: I don't. I just don't like Florida State. I don't like the stupid boar chant.
2: He's like the Grinch. He's
4: got that little beat heartbeat going.
3: (laughs) I do have the heartbeat going. And speaking of heartbeat, everybody, you know where I'm going. Now, give me my my belt, Spanky. Look, it ain't over with yet. It ain't over All right,
2: question number five. Y'all vote after this one. Which team is your favorite to win the Super Bowl this year?
3: Ooh,
0: that was that comes that, from Allendale Field. That, come on, that come on, from champ! Out of left
3: field, but you know what? I'm going with the shocker of it all. Brock Purdy is going to shock the world, and the San Francisco 49ers are going to beat the Kansas City Chiefs in an upset in the Super Bowl.
0: Brock Purdy won't make it through the season. Uh, I, I'm willing to bet. And it's almost similar to Georgia until someone proves them differently. The Kansas City Chiefs are going to be right there in the Super Bowl one more time. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback on the planet. He's going to prove it one more time, and he's going to give him another ring.
4: We're talking about the NFL
0: playoffs
3: here. We are. Yes, we are. Thank you for joining us.
4: Every single year, every 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 single year, the NFL playoffs. It's the uh, let's see here.
3: It's trying to ponder. Yeah, you were yeah. always it's, on my it's, mind. It's not the cowboys, don't say it. No, it ain't no cowboys.
4: No, no, no. I'm just thinking of like every year you can be the best team in the NFL, okay? You can. And every year the best teams always get beat in the playoffs, and then you got a playoff matchup. Listen, I've been sitting here and I've saw teams go to the dang Super Bowl. With, like, nine wins on the season mm-hmm. and, like, ten losses. And I'm sitting here, like, how they in the Super Bowl? Because they make the playoffs because win division, just like last year. Dallas' division last year, the Redskins.
3: The Commanders. Jacksonville was this close last year.
4: Don't do not call them the commanders. That's
3: what their name is, pal. No, it, it don't matter if you don't like it. That's what their name is. I don't
4: care what the hell they call them oh my nowadays. Gosh,
3: I'm sorry, pal, but facts are facts. That's what their name will you, is. Will you, will you quit
0: thinking and give us an answer, Corbin?
3: Where, you like know, my lord,
0: he's thinking. Is this podcast.
3: He's thinking. thinking how for, right? can I get another beer? How can I get me another NASCAR ticket? How can I get me another girl who might be my second cousin? How am I gonna get me another mole? How am I gonna get? Just shut up and answer the damn. Question.
4: Going to Super Bowl this year is Josh Allen Buffalo Bills. Oh, I dear think,
3: God. They'll choke before they get there.
4: And I will say this. It's going to be Kansas City and Buffalo. Again. Again. Like it is the past two years. And it will be one of the greatest games you ever see in the NFL because that's what they do. It's two of the best quarterbacks in it doubt. And Josh Allen's got to do it sometime. And I think this year is the year Josh Allen gets Patrick Mahomes. And he goes Super Bowl. And he wins the damn
0: thing. I can't argue it. I think it's the two best teams, the, the, the Bills and the Chiefs, that's going to come out to that game. I'm going to throw a wild card out there, though, because I think Aaron Rodgers and the Jets are all oh my god! in the NFC. The, oh, no. They are, they are going after – if they get Dalvin Cook, watch out for the Jets. The Jets are going to get beaten week five by the Denver
3: Broncos, baby. Sean Payton's right. Nathaniel Hackett sucks.
4: The last time the Jets thought they could go to the Super Bowl. That's that, a wild card. Brett Favre is the quarterback, <laughs> and that that fan got funny, that it? fan a, a week before the well, no, two weeks before the Super Bowl, got that tattoo before before the thing, uh, championship game, and he got it on his leg. And he was like, super wrong well, people su-
0: getting tattoos well, on their legs?" Well, super, yeah, w- yeah hey. Well, he He's
3: had. They're
4: going to get you votes, Yeah, Boy. hey. He, he, his 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 tattoo was World well, Super Bowl champions you know, this point, of this year, and uh, they never win. made. I don't, I don't it. Care. They missed the field goal and lost it.
3: Kirk Cousins well, don't be- even have two hundred dollars let- worth of merch.
4: Let us know in the comments. Kirk Cousins is the man. He's going to whoop you and Coughfield. Oh,
3: let me guess. You're drinking that Daddy Kool Aid, huh? Hey. He, uh, yeah, you're just drinking the daddy Kool-Aid,
4: huh? Come on, Coke. I know you got him over
0: yeah, okay.
3: here. Okay, keep doing it. Hey. Well, hey, look, even if I do hey. lose in Cofield and I do get fired, let's see how long Joe Kazana promotions Spank, last. Spank,
0: will you shut up and give me my belt?
3: It, the people ain't
2: mm. voted Oh, they're voting Let us know in the comments Who won the duel We're going to hit a commercial We're going to hit the jersey hold, hold up, hold up
4: Vote for me If you vote for me I'll get naked oh I'll gosh. get naked at your wedding oh,
3: Look, at this point yep. I know I'm always the champ Because one, I'm the Spank heavyweight champion But as long as this goofus right here Doesn't win I can sleep well at night
1: I'll We'll, be, we'll be
2: right back We're going to hit the jersey countdown Still tallying the votes Stick with us
3: Ladies and gentlemen, it's your man here, The Spank. Like myself, DNM Fencing are the best in the business today. They can install wood, chain link, vinyl, picket, composed metal, barbed wire. Heck, bring them bamboo sticks. And they can install them things for you too. d Fencing, do it right the first time. Their numbers are 865-435-4515 or 865-387-1050. 26. Give my friend Ted a call today. That's D&M Fencing.
2: Hey y'all, it's the Vol Daddy. We're doing a huge giveaway for the season opener in Nashville versus Virginia. A pair of tickets, four rows off the field. All you have to do is join up for the Volunteer Club. You should already be a member. But here's your chance to join and win some tickets at the same time. The higher membership you get, the more entries you're going to get to win the tickets. Refer a friend. I'll double your chances to win. We will do the giveaway live on our show. Remember, you have to use my link. Screenshot that QR code or get on my Facebook, my TikTok, my Instagram, whatever. Join today. Go Vols.
3: Oh, my
0: God. When we lost Corbin again. (laughs)
2: <laughs> and we're back. Next, we've got our Jersey Countdown uh, presented by DM Fence Company.
3: Corbin's gone, everybody.
2: Thank you, Ted McKinney, for sponsoring this segment. Big old Ted. We're currently on number 31. 31 days till college football. We're going to go back to last Wednesday and we're going to hit up to, to the current day. So, number 37, I'll start us off. I'm going to go with Bowden White, played 1937, 1938 captain for General Nealon's Volunteers, All-American, All-SEC, and obviously he coached at Tennessee, too.
3: I got Peerless Price, number 37, baby. Could it be anybody else?
4: I got Peerless Price, too. He uh, played for 1996, 1998, went to the NFL, had 400 receptions, 31 touchdowns, 199 yards, and... In the national championship game and had the game winning touchdown at 79
0: yards to win the national championship for
4: tennessee
0: uh you, you can't have a number 37 without pierce paris uh, he also had a, a seven rushes for 122 yards and 138 receptions for two thousand two hundred twelve yards and 19 touchdowns at the university of tennessee
2: Number thirty six. I'm gonna go with Ed Malinsky. Played 1938, 1940. Guard, two-time All-American, set records on that Tennessee defense. Didn't allow a single point in that 1939 season.
3: Got Chad Cunningham. Played for the Vols in the mid 2000s. He's a good player for Tennessee.
4: I got Anthony Anderson, defensive back. Played 39 games for Tennessee. He was a Knoxville native.
0: To Austin East High School.
3: Well, everybody's an Oxford native because, look, once you're a you'll evolve, baby.
0: And I took Maurice Buck Fitzgerald. He's a second generation player at UT, played from 98 to 2001. His his father, maybe more well known than he is, is a, is a legend in the coaching ranks in Middle Tennessee. That's a good
2: pick. I'm going to go uh, for number 35, William Howard, running back, 84 to 87. Uh, 85 Sugar Bowl, solid NFL career. Uh, played in 42 games, 1,711 yards, and 21 touchdowns. All SEC running back for Tennessee. Who do you have at number 35?
3: I got uh, the first man to ever wear. This is number 35, Robert Snead, baby.
2: Man, a few words all of a sudden. That's
3: right. i um, tired.
2: Who do you have at number 35, Corbin? We got Daniel B- uh B- Batuli. thought you oh, said
3: uh, Daniel Boone for me.
4: He played 2016-2019 uh, linebacker.
0: Led Tennessee in tackles for three consecutive seasons. And I went way back in time and went to 1953 for Mr. Ed Cantrell, uh, who at one time had nine receptions for 91 yards and a big old touchdown for Tennessee.
2: Number 34, I'm going Travis Stevens, running back, 99 01, All American, led the NCAA in yards. Set Russian records at Tennessee. Um, play the NFL with the Bucks and Texans. Super Bowl champion, one of the all-time best Tennessee running backs. I
3: thirty-four. I got Jabari Davis,
2: the juice, the juice, the Gator Killer
3: is loose.
4: Hi, James Berry. Okay, father, if you know the Berry family. Father of Eric, Evan, and Elliot. Played from 1978 to 1981, and he was the captain for 1981. But
0: look at the talent
4: that he produced.
0: And, you know, 34 is a great number for running backs because I got the great Reggie Cobb. Played from uh, 87 to 89, had 445 rushes for 2,360 yards and 26 touchdowns, added 360 more receiving yards and three more touchdowns. So 29 career touchdowns at Tennessee for the great Reggie Cobb.
2: That's a really good pick. A lot of people, a lot of people forget about Reggie Cobb. Uh, thirty-three. I'm going with Keith DeLong, linebacker, eighty-five to eighty-eight. Led the Vols in tackles back-to-back years. All-American, Buckus Award finalist, first-round draft pick, Super Bowl champion. Keith DeLong.
0: I took the same pick as you did, Luke. So I let them go. Okay. Uh,
3: number thirty-three. Another first man there. Where this? Uh, Jer- no, no, no. Never mind. I'm looking at my notes wrong here. Sorry, everybody. Getting very hot in here. Can't help it. Uh. Running back from 1981
4: to about 83, Johnny Jones. That's a good one. I got Jamie Banks, recent player, 219 tackles all time, 109 solo tackles, 18 tackles for loss, 5.5 sacks,
2: six double-digit tackles. Uh, thirty-two. I'm gonna go with Bill Noling. Played 1940, 1942, three-year starter. Uh, 1940 national champion. Uh, lost his life in World War II. So can't hard to hard to steer away from Bill yeah, Noling. Yeah, hard to pick against that man. Yeah. Make us feel. All y'all better. have Bill Noling? I have yeah. Bill Noling. Yeah. Thirty-two. Yeah. Nope. Who'd you have, hero? I had
3: Charles Wilson.
2: Charles Wilson. All right, number thirty-one. I'm going with Gerald Riggs, Jr. 1,000-yard uh, rusher in 2004, preseason All-American. 2005, Heisman Trophy candidate. Uh, finished with over 2,000 all-purpose yards, 18 touchdowns. Injuries uh, set him back in his career, but amazing running back for Tennessee.
3: 31, I got Jamal Lewis. Good running back for the University of Tennessee.
2: He was great.
4: Had Jamal Lewis, too. He had 2,677 yards, Tennessee, 17 touchdowns. National Championship, Tennessee. Super Bowl champion, too. Uh did he win the
3: Super
4: Bowl with? Baltimore.
3: Baltimore. Baltimore!
4: 2000. And in the NFL, he had ten thousand six hundred seven yards rushing, 58 touchdowns, and receiving, he was, <laughs> for him to have eight, 1,800
0: yards receiving in the NFL, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, I also took Gerald Riggs just like you did, Luke, for the same reasons, over 2,000 yards. Uh, dozens of touchdowns. So Gerald is a great UT player who won the number of 31 because we are 31 days away
3: from football time. Yes,
2: sir. In Tennessee, and we've got a new winner for the from the duel, according to the people, the Spur. Give
0: me my belt.
2: Is is the new champion, the new dual champion. I'll
3: see you again, Kiss it goodbye. You know what? I'm not as sad because I am giving this to a man who did his research tonight. And didn't need a gimmick to try to get over. As long as the belt is not in the hands of this little rascal right here, I'm going to sleep well at night. Follow the Spur, riff, Spur.
0: Congratulations. Followed the riff wins a belt. That's right.
2: And congratulations, Spur. We'll be right back. We're going to hit Florida, Alabama, Georgia, or other presented by C and D Tire in Oak Ridge, and then we've got our giveaway. We've got we got a cool giveaway. We've got some cards, football cards, baseball cards. We've got a signed baseball got decals, stick, stick around for our giveaway. We'll be right back. Hey y'all, it's the Vol Daddy. The C&D Tire Pros are your go-to experts for nearly all of your vehicle needs. Located in the heart of Oak Ridge at 164 Fairbanks Road. They've got a 4.8 out of five star rating, and that's very hard to do in the tire business. Tire installation, wheel alignment, wheel balancing, tire rotation, tire repair, brake changes, oil changes, Hell, they'll even paint your back porch. I've known Zach since he was in diapers. We went to church together. We went to school together. We played football together. And he's been changing tires since he's been in diapers. Give them a call today, 865-483-7455. Like them on Facebook. That's CND Tire, 865-483-7455. Are you looking for a place to tailgate this season? Look no further than the Volunteer Club. Free food, free drinks, free games, and an open bar. Yes, I said open bar. Also, you're going to get things like watch parties, shirts, decals, koozies, exclusive video content, special events, meet and greets, etc. You absolutely cannot beat the Volunteer Club. For as little as $5, you can join today. Click on my QR code, screenshot my QR code, or message me. For a direct link. And come tailgate with the best of the best. Go Vols. And we're back. Next we've got Florida, Alabama, Georgia, or other. Presented by C&D Tire in Oak Ridge. I'll pick five crazy stories. The headline. And then they're going to guess which state that it happened in. And just kind of explained why it must have happened in that state. Story number one. Man falls out of truck, leaving strip club, runs himself over in the process, and crashes vehicle into house.
3: Uh, That's Georgia. Glory, glory, hallelujah.
5: Hell
2: hell yeah.
0: (laughs) Who who, are you guessing? Uh, Alabama. All right, so there's a strip club, clearly in a neighborhood he ran into his, into a house. So uh, it, it's going to be something to do with Georgia. Uh, this happened in Florida.
2: Woo! Florida man fell out of his, fell out of his truck while on his way home from the strip club and the truck ran over the man before crashing into a house. The dude fled a uh, 28 year old Florida man left the dancers Royal strip club in Orlando around two 15 in the morning But the man only made it about a block down the street before he fell out of his truck, hitting the ground. His 2016 Ford pickup truck, it didn't stop. Uh, The truck ran over his leg and started rolling away. The driverless vehicle then crashed into the front of a house. The man survived the whole ordeal and fled the scene. The damaged truck was left at the scene. Stuck in the house, uh, it, it crashed into a 58-year-old woman inside the house, received minor injuries from the crash. Uh, while his name hasn't been released, the man left his identification behind in the truck, so the Florida Highway Patrol troopers were able to identify him. They went to his address, but still haven't been able to, to locate him. Was the woman naked in the house? I'm no, not sure on that one. Unsure on that one. All right, number two. If I can find it. Um, Arrested for spitting on the ground. Arrested for spitting on the ground. Florida, Alabama, Mm. Georgia,
4: or other.
3: I'm going to go with Alabama. Them people usually got tobaccos in their mouth.
4: I've been there before. My buddy one time spit in the ground inside a bowl, And uh, everybody's playing pool around the bowl, And all of a sudden, this is... You do not spit on this floor, of this boy. And I'm like, here we go. And, uh, yeah, I'm gonna guess, uh, I'm gonna guess Georgia on this one.
0: I'm not sure that spitting on the ground would be illegal in Alabama, so I'm gonna say other on this one. Florida, uh, oh, Florida again. Oh. Yeah, uh, apparently
2: you can get uh, arrested for this common behavior depending on where you are. Um, Joseph Stober was confronted by a police officer while walking around his Florida neighborhood last year around 2 in the morning. The officer was suspicious of what was in his pocket. Uh, The cop asked if he could search Stober, but Stober refused, according uh, to police. The officer began to pat Stober down, and then Stober, who had chewing tobacco in his mouth, spit on the ground. It was apparently enough to land him in jail, where he was released on a $250 bail. The arresting officer and another officer who later appeared at the scene were eventually disciplined for the pat-down and misconduct during the encounter.
3: My Lord. All for spitting on the ground.
2: Serious. That's serious stuff. Don't, don't do it in a bar.
0: <laughs>
2: I could see it. i get in trouble in a bar, but not outside. A, a woman's potty mouth led her to being charged an extra $150 from a towing company.
3: I'd be in trouble. Uh, Georgia. They seem like a bunch of people that care about them potty mouth people. Uh, the, yeah,
0: this either happened in either Detroit or Philadelphia, because I've seen those TV shows, Parking Wars.
2: Uh, this happened in Alabama. Wow. Uh, a girl was removed her car from an illegal parking spot. Mahogany Grandison was visiting a friend in Huntsville, Alabama, and parked in an illegal spot. She and others were towed away, but when it came time to settle up, she was charged three fifty, while others were charged two hundred. Uh, Daniel Bradford, owner of the Affordable Towing Company, blamed the one fifty extra one fifty charge on her language. Uh, said she crossed the line, said she was threatening cussing and saying she wasn't going to do this and that. He said, uh, well, with all the harassment we had, we had to do something. So they charged her an extra $150. She didn't offer up enough, I guess. <laughs> no, she didn't take it. All right. Um, Worshipping too loudly.
3: Alabama. Alabama. Now you know what?
4: Other. Other. I'm going
0: to go to Tennessee. Georgia.
2: Arkansas. Arkansas. Uh, this happened in Columbia, South Carolina. Pastor Johnny Clark was a repeat offender for God, apparently. Last month, he was found guilty of unlawful sound amplification and sentenced to two weeks in jail for a regular and rambunctious Pentecostal worship service that had brought police to his church more than 50 times. Uh, neighbors had complained repeatedly that instruments played during the ch- during the service were disruptive and that Clark was still using microphones and drums despite a previous injunction against them. Okay. I, 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 see, I, see, I see a family guy scene in there.
0: Wait, I, I see a First Amendment thing here because... If he's doing it inside his own church, then that's their own thing. I'd almost pay to see it.
2: All right, number five, 13-year-old kid arrested for farting in class. (laughs) uh,
3: That's going to be, you know, other. That's an upstate thing.
4: Outside the country.
3: It must have been a bad fart.
0: California.
2: That is a very good answer, Uh, but this happened in Florida. Uh, A 13-year-old Florida student was arrested and hauled off the police station after disrupting class by farting uh, and turning off other kids' computers. (laughs) I guess that was was included as well, but he was charged with uh, disruption of school function and later released into the care of his mother. Florida, Florida man, Florida man, Florida man. Florida man wrong, what so is man, wrong
4: Florida. with Florida? It's
2: always Florida, man, Florida something. Florida, All right, that was Florida, Alabama, Georgia, or other presented by C&D Tire and Oak Ridge. We'll be right back. We're going to do a giveaway. Share this out. Trivia question. Whoever wins gets the giveaway. We'll be right back. Are you looking for a place to tailgate this season? Look no further than the Volunteer Club. Free food, free drinks, free games, and an open bar. Yes, I said open bar. Also, you're going to get things like watch parties, shirts, decals, koozies, exclusive video content, special events, meet and greets, etc. You absolutely cannot beat the Volunteer Club. For as little as $5, you can join today. Click on my QR code, screenshot my QR code, or message me for a direct link and come tailgate with the best of the best. Go Vols.
1: Megan's Cleaning Services is here to meet all of your home cleaning needs. From a basic clean to a deep clean, from a one-time clean to a bi-weekly clean, Megan's Cleaning Service is here for you. We provide residential, commercial, and rental cleanings for the best prices. Serving Knox, Anderson, Scott, Roan, and Morgan Counties. Give me a like on my Facebook page. My phone number is 423-539-7266. Again, that's Megan's Cleaning Services. At four two three five three nine seven two six six. Thank you.
0: Now we've lost spank. It's all good now. Oh
2: finally on. the pink is gone. All right now we've got the giveaway. Now my restream little icon up here is is delayed, but I'm gonna go through and click click on each. Uh, service that we're live on So just, just, just keep hammering me if, if I haven't named you yet Alright here's the We're going to give away a Signed baseball by, by Ben Joyce Blake Burke We're giving away Tennessee football cards And we're giving away some Tops MLB baseball cards And we're going to give away a decal Here's the question First one to answer gets it Since Rick Barnes has been at Tennessee, which player has been taken the highest in the NBA draft? Good question. If you all see anybody too, let me know. Since Rick Barnes has been at Tennessee, which player has been taken the highest in the NBA draft?
4: They're all Googling right now.
2: Everybody's Googling.
4: Everybody's Googling
2: Marty says Tobias Harris It is not Tobias Harris nope, I know it, so. Tobias was
4: How long was it about You know and pre, I will say this Kurt says Harris.
2: Grant Williams No it was not Grant Williams I will say about Tobias Harris
4: He's had a tremendous Dalton NBA says career. Springer
2: It is not Springer
0: Glad to take you outside the box people
2: It is not Kennedy Chandler Kurt Nope
0: This is going to surprise some
2: folks Kimberly says it's Grant Williams. It is not Grant Williams.
3: I don't know. So get it.
0: I would not have gotten this
2: one. Since Rick, it's hard. Since Rick, it's like, it's weird. You just don't think about it. Since Rick Barnes has been at Tennessee, which player has been taken the highest in the NBA draft? Dalton Roberts got it right on YouTube. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Digging Sports got it right before Dalton oh, on my gosh. YouTube.
3: Oh, no. We, we have a controversy here. Uh, it it came
2: in, right in before him. Yeah, it is Keon Johnson. Uh, he was drafted by New York Knicks at pick number 21 in the 2021 NBA draft. Digging Sports. Send me a message and, uh, and I'll get this stuff to you, man. Thank you all for. Thank you all for playing. And that that's it for, the, for tonight's show.
3: That's it, everybody. We're, we're the people. One more week, everybody. One more week till Joe Kazana Promotions presents Heartbeat. Get your tickets now. We got 50 ringside seats left. Once they're gone, they're gone. You can see some of the best wrestling in all of space and time out there. You got the spank. You got... The stooker, you even got the walk, baby. The walk's going to be in Gofield.
0: The last chance you get to see the spank wrestle.
3: No, August it is 11th. not. No, it's not. We
0: get to see the spank get tucked
2: down by by the Kazanis. No,
3: what are y'all doing? Y'all are supposed to be my people. Y'all are supposed hey, hey, to be baby. my people. Baby, baby. See, we are. i am keeping it for 66 days. I will. Oh, my God I'm almighty.
2: Now we don't have spanky for a week, right? Oh, yeah, spank has
3: gone next
2: week. <sighs> Spanky's gone what next week. What,
3: what am I going to do? That's right. I'm going to get ready for August the 11th. Joe Kazana promotions, baby.
4: Come Coke, come whoop that eight. Yeah, Coke's Kirk, going to whoop I him. I cannot
3: believe y'all. I can't believe y'all. Y'all, y'all fine. Look, are y'all, y'all drinking the Kool Aid too? He is lying, and he is the most low life individual I've ever seen in my life.
4: He's a Will Kazana.
3: No, he is not. He wouldn't be anything without He's me. He's
4: born and bred a will This company wouldn't be anything
3: without me.
4: You had to buy and make your own championship I, belt. I did not buy and
3: make it; it was given to me
4: to be a champion. I won it in a tournament down in Rio de Janeiro, I, Pat Patterson, in 1979.
3: No, oh, I'm glad you remember that one.
4: All I know is you would never be a champion if Can you didn't. You not
3: cut a promo on me.
4: You have to learn to speak English before you cut a promo on me, son.
3: Go on, go on. Drink, take shots, take a shot, shot, shot. shot. If you're
4: so shot. good at promos, why shot. you got fifty s- Why you shot. got? Why do you have shot. fifty seats available? Shot,
3: shot. What do you mean? Why we got fifty seats available? Out of two hundred seats, we've sold one hundred and fifty seats. That's better than any other promotion around this area. Some of these promotions around here can't even sell out front row.
4: You coach a football team in Cofield. You're all Kofield. You got you in your hat. You That's got right, baby. You got the whole community backing you, and you can't get more than 150 people to come out and sit in them yeah, seats?
3: The people are making up their mind if they want to sit in the bleachers, which is, a, which is a great seat as it is, or they want to sit ringside with all the action.
4: Because they know you're going to get your A whooped
3: no, they by Kurt Cassano. I got enough balls to get in the ring. I'm living out the dream that half these people online and everywhere always wanted. I'm doing everything they've always wanted to do. They just never had the nuts to do it.
4: We got a Will Cassano. You know I'm out of here. We got... Yeah, I'm out
3: of here. All I got to see is the chip sitting. I'm right
4: out of here. here. We got right here. you keep it walking. We got a Will Cassana coming up in this thing over here. Future WWE Superstar over here. Well you gonna be in five years, Spank. Where well, you gonna be? I'm gonna be in the belly of your mama.
0: That's where I'm gonna be, Daddy. He's gonna be at Cofield. I mean what some uh, Oakdale uh, maybe maybe Deer Lodge by end. Florida.
2: <laughs> Alright. thank y'all for watching. Thanks for the comments. Thanks for the shares. All the engagement. We'll see you all again next week. See ya.